The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm not tired of winning. I like winning. I think America likes winning. And I finally think we might have senators that like winning, too. Welcome to the conservative cartel. As we are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios on the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program this morning, we'd love to hear from you. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. Alongside of Rocky Stucci, who is back. He's done fighting fires. I'm Matt Locke. We certainly appreciate the fact that you found us on your internet dial this morning or on the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. If you'd do me a huge favor, please go share and like that page because we'd appreciate it. Rocky, how are you this morning? You know, Matt, you know how hard and difficult it is to listen to the conservative cartel and hear you talk about things and have so many things to say and not be able to be on this microphone. I, I'm doing fantastic, brother. I'm glad to be back. It was very difficult last week not to be on the show. There's so many things to talk about, so many things happening. Uh, but you've been busy, man. You've been busy down in Dallas. You've we, been busy we, we, we have. We have. We are building new studios, new Nine Line Apparel studios at the uh, Country Network down there at 6125 Airport Highway or Road, whatever it is. So we're getting that going because, Rocky, the conservative cartel is going to be back Monday with the vengeance. We are Exciting. coming back. We are going to be doing a daily show not monday wednesday and friday anymore it's gonna be monday through friday and we made an executive decision you don't even know about rocky stucci we're gonna start the show at 4 p.m eastern standard time you know i just want to let you guys know how much i love you you want to give me a great big hug don't you i do want to give a great big hug right now that is fantastic look we know rocky rocky does shift work we do the best we can to have that show live every day so we are going to kick off monday at 4 p.m. Eastern with the Conservative Cartel, Monday through Friday. It is fantastic, and hopefully our studio will be done. If you paid attention to my Facebook page, the Cartel Facebook page, or my Instagram account, you will see that we are building a wall. We built a huge wall. It was a big, beautiful, huge (laughs) wall right in the middle of our studio so that it would look fantastic. But I'm excited about that. But, Rocky, we have a great show today. We have a great show today. When we only do the show every Saturday, there's so much stuff. Right. We've got Flynn, Russia, Mueller, the media coup, uh, tax reform passed this morning. I mean, we're going to talk about that here in the first hour. We've got Kate Steinley, the whole thing with Kate Steinley and the, Ill- the illegal immigrant that shot her. We got immigration, and we've got former INS agent Michael Cutler joining us in hour two. So we're going to talk all things Sanctuary City, immigration, Kate Steinley case, that whole deal. And then in hour three, you're going to want to stick around for the entire program today. Yeah. Because hour three, 
the political cowboy Chad Prather will be joining us in studio and along with Nine Line representative and the Daily Rants guy, Graham Allen, will be on the phone in the third hour. So awesome. Unbelievable. I mean, an unbelievable show today. You, you you do not you want to stick around for the entire three hours. That's all I have to say. But Rocky, the Senate passed something last night. Can you believe yeah. it? I, I mean, the I Senate up. actually passed something last night. I, I'm still shocked. I woke up this morning to come over here to the studio, and I'm like, Ron, the Senate actually passed something last night. They passed tax reform, fifty-one to forty-nine. Now, go ahead. No, I was going to say, is it fifty-one forty-nine or fifty-two forty-eight? Because I'm no. looking at an article right. Is fifty-one forty-nine. Okay. Yeah, right. because we it, Bob Corker, yep, the senator from Tennessee, decided he was going to be a douchebag and he doesn't like Donald Trump, so he <laughs> voted against it. I, it's all. I mean, look. They're measuring manhood is what what's going on here. Bob Corker, he's not running for re-election. He's had his little public tiff with Donald Trump because he got his little rear end handed to him by Trump, little Bobby Corker right. over there, right. and now he's mad. He doesn't care what the people in Tennessee have asked him to do. He's mm. just mad because Donald Trump showed him up, and this is the politics we play today. Right. You know, Matt, and I want to add on that, too, because that's I think and I can I think I can speak for you on this is that this is where we have some of our biggest frustrations is that when they are elected to do a specific job, they are to do the job what's in the best interest for the people. But what we're seeing now is backstabbing cutthroat mafiosa style tactics. And if they don't like somebody specifically that they supposedly work with you know, to look out for the best interests of the American people, they will vote down specific bills. And I got a huge problem with that. Well, we don't have a government anymore. Right. We, we, we don't have the government of we the people. Mm. They don't give two snots about you and I. The only thing they care about is the little tidbits that are in this tax reform bill. And, of course, the left right. is throwing just a fit. We're going to get into that to, in the next segment. But... Rocky, I'm going to break this down in very simple terms. Yeah. The Democratic Party cannot let Donald Trump win. I mean, this is really what it comes down to. If Donald Trump, being an outsider, being a non-political being, comes into Washington, D.C., and and helps you as a consumer, helps you as a taxpayer, lowers your taxes, gives you a raise, and makes your life better. What are you going to do, Rocky Stucci? Mm. You're going to vote for him again. Right. That can't happen. That the left's you know, britches are in a wad right you now. You know, and I so man, you know, when you say that, you know, and then we talk about media, and I know we're going to get more into this specifically as this hour goes on. Uh, you know, it's frustrating to me because even last night I'm sitting here and I'm going through different articles, that, you know, because we used to do show prep on Wednesdays and Thursdays, but so many things happened so quickly that right. what happened Thursday was last week's news. Exactly. And I'm going through different sites. I'm looking at different articles and it's, it's no, no lie. It's like 95% of the articles that I'm reading and we go to all different outlets. It, it almost seems like it is a constant attack on Donald Trump. And when I, even when I look at social media, a lot of people's grievances, and, and I don't hide the fact that I have some grievances with Donald Trump, but it right. has nothing to do with policies. No. It, a lot of people are so caught up in the looks and the actions of Donald Trump, and we are overlooking some major 
accomplishments that the Trump administration has accomplished since he's been in office. Well, we're Rocky, we're not overlooking. You and I are not not. overlooking. This is, you know, we were talking about this last night. We have these conversations. We do this stuff the night before because, like you said, stuff is changing so quickly. And you've got so much stuff to fit into three hours. You've got to pick what's important. But the media is in the middle of a coup. The media is not reporting to you what is actually going on. And and, and we look at this week, Matt Lauer. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dude has a door lock switch on his desk to lock people in his office. And there's things I can't even say. It's been a running joke this week that I can't bring to the radio. But, I mean, the stories that are coming out about Matt Lauer and his sexual tendencies are disgusting. But yet these are the same people, Rocky Stucci, that are going out in front of a camera and preaching to you and I that Donald Trump is immoral. Right. That Donald right. Trump's locker room talk that he's a sexual deviant, that he's awful, but yet we've got Charlie Rose. We've got Matt Lauer. We've got the guy from NPR, and I don't even know his name. We've got these left-wing perverts who are womenizers, sexual abusers, pigs, and yet the sto- what's the story today, Rocky Stucci? <gasps> Robert Mueller indicted mm. Michael Flynn. Yeah, the media can't even get that story straight. No, and they and that's exactly right. They can't get that story straight because if you listen to that story, we're going to talk about all of this yeah. in this first hour. I mean, there's just so much to get to, but they can't get they can't get that story straight. They can't get the facts of that straight. And we're going to dive into all of that. We've got Kate Steinley and that whole deal with her being shot by the illegal immigrant in hour two and Michael Cutler. That is going to be I'm t- Rocky. There probably isn't a smarter guy on immigration than Michael Cutler. I mean, the conversation, I cannot wait to have that conversation, but let's do this. Let's jump into tax reform real quick. We'll we'll go through and and we'll tell people what that actually is going to do for them. And then at the bottom of the hour, we'll we'll spend the rest of the hour on Michael Flynn. How about that? We'll split him right in two and do that. Are you ready? After being off last week, you're ready, aren't you? I turned my I turned my mixer board on yesterday, Matt. Turned it on and let it warm up all night long, brother. I love it. So look, don't go anywhere. You want to be part of the program? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We'd love to hear anything from you. The conservative cartel rolls on this Saturday morning. You're listening to the conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci, only on the Blaze Radio Network. You know, I'll tell you something. You miss one week of radio, and honest to God, Matt, it feels like I haven't done it in a year. I mean, I'm warming things up. I'm wiping screens off. I feel like everything's dusty. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conservative Cartel this Saturday. Uh, listening live from the Nine Line Apparel Studio. If you want to call in, folks, here we go. Get a pen and paper. If you want to call in, because we want to hear your opinions on everything that we are talking about today, 
the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-933-93. Again, that's 888-933-93. Again, In the Midnight Hour should be the theme song of this hour as the tax reform bill has passed the floor. But, Matt, that's not the end all of what's happening. No, and... (laughs) Look, it, it, this is the amazing thing. And I said this in the first segment. And I'm going to go right back to this. It's amazing to me that we are watching a political party in this country throw a temper tantrum. I mean, they're like a little kid on the school right. playground. And my God, you pan- it, it's amazing. Don't, do you remember... When Obamacare passed and Nancy Pelosi walked to a podium and I swear to you, she says, <laughs> you got to pass it to know what's in it. Right. Right. But yet today, I want to read something to you. This to me is, is beyond amazing to me. This is the statement that Nancy Pelosi oh, put God. out this morning. She says, in the middle of the night, our little theme of the day. Senate Republicans sealed their betrayal of the American middle class. I want to I talk about that for a second because the American middle class has gotten hammered by what? Obamacare. Right. By taxes, by their deductibles going up, by their health care going up, by a bill that was passed in the middle of the night and you had to read, you had to pass it to read what was in it. She, but she goes on. She says tens of millions of middle-class families will be slapped with a tax hike. Huh? I mean, I want to talk. Look, look, there's two separate versions here. We, we need not get ahead of ourselves. The House version and the Senate version are different. They're going to go to what they call reconciliation. They're going to go into conference. They're going to go into committee, and they're going to try to hammer out the differences, and then they've got to repass those bills. So that's the bad news, Rocky Stucci. This isn't over yet because I'm reading articles this morning that they think that that senators are going to fall off because the House wants something different than the Senate, right? right? But in essence, what this does is takes our tax laws – And it takes it from seven tax brackets to four. It takes the minimum deduction from $12,000 to $24,000. I mean, these liberal idiots, does 24, you don't pay taxes on the first $24,000 of your income. Right. That's a good thing. That's a tax cut for everybody. You pay less taxes on your earnings and your bracket goes down. And by the way, here's the thing that the left doesn't get. Not only does this affect individual taxes like you and I, it affects corporate taxes to the tune of 35% down to 20. So when you lower taxes on businesses, what do they do? Exactly. They have more money. They They have have more more ability to hire more people, to create more jobs, to grow a tax base, to get people back to work. And to get money, because here's the thing, the government is so worried that we're going to run a deficit and take money from it. Look, government, it's our money. It's not yours. It's ours. You know, man, do they we don't owe you anything. 
Right. And do they sit here and actually complain about how much debt was accumulated during the eight years of the Obama administration? No. When Nancy Pelosi comes forward and says the vile rhetoric that she does, she does nothing but embarrass herself, embarrass her party, and embarrass this country. And, and, you know, here's the thing. We can go all the way back to Clinton. We can go back to the TPP and all these other trade deals that happened in this country that literally cut the throat of businesses, both small and large businesses in this, in this and, country. And, Rocky, you just hit on it. Trump came in and got rid of the TPP. He's renegotiating exactly. NAFTA. Right. I mean, these are the things you're absolutely right. Donald Trump is a pro-business president and the left hates it but i want to read the rest of this from nancy pelosi because she says tens of millions of middle class families will be slapped with a tax hike just so republicans here comes the liberal Mm -hmm. talking points can give a handout to their billionaire and corporate donor friends americans will face higher premiums which they're already doing on obamacare or go uninsured watch more good-paying jobs shipped overseas and see crushing debt dumped onto their children's future. Is she talking about Obamacare there? I mean, literally, people are going uninsured. They lost their doctor. They lost their plan. They have higher premiums and deductibles. Their good-paying jobs have been shipped overseas because our Mm -hmm. tax rate stinks. And the debt's been crushing us to the tune of $10 trillion over the last eight years and $20 trillion total. I mean, this sounds like she's fighting against Obamacare. These, the left can't stand the fact that this will help the American people. Because, look, we're going to talk about this in hour two. The left doesn't want to help the American people. I mean, the guy got off on this whole Kate Steinle deal. He was considered not guilty because he's an illegal alien. These the left the left would rather see you dead than actually follow the law or help you. You know, man. You know, when you're talking about the donors towards the Republican Party, I just really quick. I just googled Democratic. Uh, when you're talking about the Republican donors, I just googled Democratic donors. You know, and I, I I urge everybody to take a few minutes of your time today. Don't leave the internet. Don't stop listening to the program. But I want people to just. I want you to Google Democratic donors and look at what comes up on the very first page. It is ludicrous, and it's so funny, Matt, because when you look at those companies, these organizations that have donated millions of dollars into the Democratic Party, they're major corporations that are spending millions of dollars right now posting signs in in Times Square and throughout the country, and their major focus is to impeach Donald Trump. So there's a big hypocrisy going on within the Democratic Party, the whole donor thing. But here's the scary part, Matt. When Nancy Pelosi comes forward and she talks about donors, you know, I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I'm so beyond frustrated when I sit here and I look at the people that run this country. When I look at elected officials like Nancy Pelosi and Schumer and so many others, both left and right in this country, it is so embarrassing to me because I'm not nearly as educated as some of these people, right? But I have more common oh, sense. Oh, you're way more educated than any of these people, Rocky Stucci. That's the problem. Not one of these people have one iota of common sense. And I don't mean to cut you off, but we got a phone call on the Black Rifle yeah. Coffee Hotline. We've yep. got Gardner from Pennsylvania. Hey, Gardner, how are you doing today? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Doing good. good Is morning. your name really Gardner? That's my first name. It's my mother's maiden name. Well, uh, that's very stuck, cool. It's a very unique that. name. No, that's a very unique name. So you're telling me up here on the screen that politicians don't get it. What do you mean? Well, first off, I just want to say, isn't it great to wake up to a win? Yes. You know, I'm not tired of winning. It, it, just, let me tell you. Just <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'm tired of losing. Exactly. I think that's mm-hmm. what the problem is. That's right. Uh, well, yeah. My point is, 
you know, these guys, these people get elected into office. And I, I just think after a while, they just forget what they're there for. Uh, they kowtow town to donors. Um, you know, they're worried about padding their their war chests for reelection. Uh, Donald Trump has come in. He's not a politician. He's not worried about the nickel. He's already made his money. He's out there. That's actually, right. I just don't well, understand well, Gardner, why the Democrats don't get it. Gardner, speaking of which, he just donated his third quarter salary just the other day. I mean, it's amazing. amazing how the media will not tell you that. You didn't see Barack Obama donate his salary Uh-oh. to anybody. This Uh-oh. guy he is as pro-American. He's as <laughs> pro-business as any president we've ever had. And the left can't take it, Gardner, because look, I said this in the first segment. If Donald Trump comes in off the street as a non-politician and fixes things, that just goes to show you how broken the system actually is. Oh, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more, Matt. I couldn't agree more. You guys are right on point. Um, it's a real treat to listen to your show. I, I'm, a, I'm a relatively new listener, and well, I'll, I'll be spreading the word for you gentlemen. Well, Gardner, thank you, thank you for the call. We certainly appreciate that and the kind words. Gardner from Pennsylvania. Rocky, he's right. He's absolutely right. I mean, these politicians don't get it, but you just hit on it. You were just talking about it, but I want to finish this up. I want to finish this because, mm-hmm. Nancy, there's a couple more paragraphs here. She says the GOP tax scam is a product of haste, carelessness, and cruelty. It's cruel. Remember that? It was written on Republicans' <laughs> trickle-down delusions, not analysis or facts. It was written first and foremost for the wealthiest 1%. There's the liberal talking point, not middle-class families trying to get ahead. She says next week, House and Senate Republicans will go to conference on the GOP tax scam But the only responsible choice is to scrap these monstrosities and start over. She says every Republican who votes to preserve the utter cruelty, there it is again, of this legislation will be forced to answer why they chose to inflict a devastating tax hike on their constituents. The American people will continue to make their voices heard and hold Republicans accountable for the GOP tax scam. Now, look, Nancy, I think people have made their voices heard i think people have spoken and we're and you heard gardner from pennsylvania we're finally happy to see some movement we're finally happy to see a right. do-nothing senate actually mm. get their head out of their keisters and move forward with something it, hey rocky is it perfect of course it isn't never nothing is perfect you're right. never going to please every single person but here's the thing ronald reagan cut taxes it worked like a charm economy blew up George W. Bush cut taxes. The economy blew up. We are now seeing growth in this economy at over 3%, Rocky. Remember when The Economist laughed at Trump when he said we were going to be at 3% because Barack Obama's eight years, we were about 1%, one and a half. Trump mm-hmm. says we're going to come in and do three. Hell, Rocky, we might be 4 or 5% once these tax cuts go through. But here's the thing, and I'm going to finish up with this. It has to go to conference. It has to go to committee, which means... It's not passed yet, and it still has a chance to die. So if you're out there, you need to be pressuring the John McCains. You need to be pressuring the Jeff Flakes. You need to be pressuring the Bob Corkers of the world to vote for tax reform because that is what's needed in this country. Now, don't go anywhere. On the other side, Flynn and Russia. We got much more to talk about. You want to be part of the program? 888-900-3393, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. Stick around. This is The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci.
Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The Conservative Cartel. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back this Saturday morning. The Conservative Cartel. We are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-933-93. And if you didn't hear the show at the beginning, please share, by the way. We're on our Facebook page, the Conservative Cartel. So head over there and share, 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 share. We've got Michael Cutler coming up in hour two as we're going to talk about this whole Kate Steinle uh, sanctuary cities and illegal immigration. we got Chad Prather the political cowboy. And we want to say a big thank you to him. We just shared to the mm-hmm. co- the political cowboy page. So for those of you joining on that, please share. Tell everybody that you know. And then in the third hour, Chad Prather and Graham Allen from Nightline, the Daily Rants awesome. guys. So it's going to be fantastic. You're going to yeah. stick around for that conversation. I, I hope that you do. Now, look, if you missed the news at the top of the hour here, the conservative cartel starting Monday, the 4th, is going to five days a week, Monday through Friday, from 4 p.m. Eastern to 6 p.m. Eastern. And you will find that on the conservative cartel Facebook page. You will find that on the conservative cartel YouTube page. And it will be playing on talkamericaradio.us at midnight, midnight every night. So it will be playing, it'll it'll be the replay of the show during the day, but it'll be on at midnight, Monday through Friday. So the cartel is coming back with a vengeance. We will be live. We'll be ready. We got a new studio. It's going to be fantastic. So you want to check that out and you want to share the, you want to share the conservative cartel Facebook page. And we're actually going to share to the blaze Facebook page in the next hours. We got Michael Cutler on. So rock Let's get back into this because... Yeah, Mick, can I just jump in really yes, quick? Yes, sir. Uh, Do two, it. Two, two super quick things I want to throw in really quick is, is for one, we have a lot of new listeners yes. on the Conservative Cartel Facebook page, and we like to say welcome and thank you. Uh, we are a group of people that can agree to disagree. We have a wonderful family that follow this show religiously on the Facebook page. Make sure to like it and follow the page because we will be broadcasting all the weekly shows as well as the Saturday show on the blaze and number two i just want to reference a couple comments that i've seen in the chat room at the conservative cartel facebook page in regards to the taxes before we move on to michael flynn sure no matter what matt and you said this when you started talking i don't know a lot about the tax stuff i i just it's too messy for me i don't get it my brain doesn't wrap around it but there will never be a bill because somebody was mentioning something about a flat tax there will never be a bill that everybody's going to agree with what's in it. I, you know, there's going to be things in it that I don't. I don't like the fact that lifelong welfare recipients get a child tax credit. I don't like that. There's always going to be things inside a tax bill that we just do not, or nor will comply with, nor agree with. But we need to figure out something different. We have friends right now that are going broke. We have friends right now that are dying from cancer because they couldn't afford health care. We have people that are getting raped blindly. Because of their taxes. You know, I man, I worked almost 70 hours two weeks ago, uh, the week I got back from Texas. Right. And I looked at my paycheck, and I almost passed out. You when wanted I to cry? See, yeah. Uh, you know, just the amount. Of, you know, when you try to put in an extra effort, 
and to going out and getting some overtime because it's the holiday season and you want to try to put a little bit more money underneath that Christmas tree. And then you look at your paycheck to see how much they actually took out of your paycheck because of the overtime tax. If people do, well, you'll make that up at the end of the year. I don't want to make it up at the end of the year. I want it now. That's why I work the overtime. So I just want to say that we're not always going to agree. We're not always going to like everything that's in every single bill. But what's important to the conservative cartel is the working class individual because, you know, what? we are the ones that constantly get pounded in the head by the sledgehammer. No, you, Rocky couldn't have said it better. Look, we got a phone call. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline Let's is fired it. up here. Bill from California, by the way. He says he agrees. So, Bill, welcome to the conservative cartel. What's on your mind this morning? Good morning, Bill. How are you? Doing good. What's on your uh, mind, Bill? Well, basically, you know, I heard a a, a, a quote during your uh, uh, commercial. Sure. Uh, those those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. That's mm. kind of why I called. Uh, here we have a guy who co- kind of comes out of nowhere, gets himself elected president, never having held office before. And suddenly he's actually in charge of, of D.C., well, the deep state at least, and they hate him. Oh, they yeah. want him out of there. They're going to do everything they conceivably can do to sabotage his, uh, re- his regime because it's, we all know, or at least they all know, that it is impossible to, to lead a country like this Unless you have, uh, uh, well, unless you're a Harvard graduate, unless you have all those contacts, uh, unless you're, you're, uh, well, you're a, well a, a Barack Obama, right. uh, he's in the process of proving that a regular guy, a regular billionaire guy, can actually do it. Right. And, and last night or this morning, actually, uh, I think, I hope. He's going to succeed in one of the uh, promises he made on on the, the campaign, yeah. um, and of course the uh, um, the fake news media, which pretty much we know now is the entire news media from oh, ABC to, exactly. to uh, uh, CNN, and all of them have been. Uh, well, and as an aside, I, I worked in the news media for about uh, 10 years, a long time ago. This was right after my Vietnam War service in the United mm. well, States. Well, thank you Navy, for your service, which, by the way. Which I, I enjoyed every minute of. They, they stationed me in Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, on the island of Oahu. Um, is, is that uh, a perfect spot for a 20-year-old? There you go. Child? But anyway, yes, um, Bill, quickly, because we, we got to get running here. Wrap this thing up. Okay, well, you know, in a word, we dodged a bullet in this last election. If Hillary had been elected, our Constitution would be declared unconstitutional mm. by Hillary's and the other four uh, left wingers on the Supreme Court. Right. Uh, our, our our independence would, would be flushed down the toilet. Bill. Uh, D- Donald Trump is going to save our butts. I, I couldn't agree I more, Bill, and we're going to leave it there. Thank, Thank you for you, the call. We certainly appreciate it. Try to give you as much time as we could. Bill from California, he's absolutely right. And to transition mm. that, he was talking about, you know, the deep state. He was right. talking about sabotage. Well, we have it today. 
Uh, from Fox News, former national security advisor Michael Flynn pleaded guilty Friday to making false statements to the FBI as part of a deal that involves his full cooperation with investigators and special counsel Robert Mueller's Russian probe. So you, here we go, Rocky. Mm. We, we, you and I talked about this last night. The media coup is in full force. Right. The, right. the, the, the left wing media, and he just, you know, Bill just said it. The media doesn't want you knowing what's going on. The media doesn't want you to know the facts. And here we go. We've got Michael Flynn. We had Michael Flynn on mm. the cartel, by the way. Great interview. Great yeah. guy. Unbelievable. The guy was actually under Barack Obama, by the way. He came in in the Obama administration. So he had ties. He had security clearance. He was meeting with foreign foreign intelligence people underneath Obama, too. This is a nothing burger right now. But look, Rush Limbaugh said this yesterday. This is a distraction. This is a willing media seeing that the Democratic Party is wobbling, that yeah. they're, you know, getting hit hard, that, you know, you got Matt Lauer in the news. You've got Trump passing tax reform, which they knew was coming. You've got all these deviants. You've got all this good stuff going on on the right and winning that you've got to change the narrative. And Michael Flynn's a distraction. Do you not agree? Well, it's so funny, man, because, you know, when you look at the headlines this morning, no matter what site you go to, they're talking about Michael Flynn, Michael Flynn, and, and all the mainstream outlets are doing it. And and they're not talking about colluding with Russia. They're talking about lying to the FBI. Now, here's my question. These same agencies, these same news organizations, the ones that claim to be critical thinkers, the ones that claim to be journalists, my question is, is, where were you when Hillary Clinton multiple times lied to the FBI, even when James Comey came forward and said Hillary Clinton lied to the FBI? Where were all those news agencies during that time when Hillary Clinton lied? But I can open my browser this morning, Matt, and I can see Flynn plastered all over our networks as we speak. It's being done on purpose. Of course it is. It, it, it is media manipulation. It's being done on purpose, and we're going to spend the final segment of this hour talking about that. I mean, this is an absolute nothing burger. This is an absolute – they have nothing on collusion. They All they have it, – it's Scooter Libby all over again. Mm-hmm. They, they've got Michael Flynn lying right. before, not during Trump. They, they've got him lying. Not about collusion, not about Russia. They just got him lying. And now he is going to, the the media says he's going to spill the beans on Trump. So (laughs) we'll get into that next segment. Stick around. The cartel rolls on. The conservative cartel will return on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, welcome back to the final segment of our number one, folks. Don't worry about it because we still have two more hours to go, and it's going to be a fantastic show. You are listening live to the Conservative Cartel from the Nightline Apparel Studios. If you want to call in, voice your opinion, whether you agree or disagree with us, we value your critically thinking opinion you can call in on the black rifle coffee hotline at 888 900 
three. And I, I'm watching, Matt. I'm watching a very good discussion going on in the conservative cartel Facebook chat live stream. And, you know, that's what I love about the listeners of this show is, is that, you know, we don't always agree on specific things and on specific people, but we can still have that that critical conversation that that is what helps us grow. I believe that. I truly believe that. I do, and I and I love the fact that there's a great. I'm I'm looking at the conversation too, yeah. and, and there's a little bit of disagreement going on in, in the chat room, and and there should be. There's always when you when you critically debate something, you're not people aren't going to agree on everything, and and if you can base your debate on facts, then we right. can do that because we're talking about Michael Flynn. Mm. We're, we're, and, and look, I believe it's a witch hunt, and I was reading. Uh, we have a good friend of the program, Loretta Powers. We were reading this this morning coming in. Uh, Michael Flynn's out of money. The government is not. I, I mean, when the government starts coming after you, like Mueller is doing with mm-hmm. Flynn, the government has limited resources, ours. I mean, th- they have a lot more money than Michael Flynn does. Well, Michael Flynn is out of money. He He's tired, and he literally has pleaded guilty to make it stop. He, he's crying uncle is what he's doing now here's the thing i want to ask you rocky stucci i think the left thinks they've got trump by the short hairs right i mean they think that that flynn's gonna roll over that he's gonna have all this dirt he's gonna spill the beans and my air quotes i'm doing right now before we left the 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 last segment (laughs) that you're giggled about but i think this is gonna blow up in the democrats face and here's well, why. You know, oh, go okay. ahead. Go right no, ahead. No, 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 no. I, I want to hear your reasoning why first. Well, I think the reason why is I think I think Flynn's got the dirt. I think Flynn has set this whole thing up, and he has the dirt. And he has the dirt on a lot of different people. And the reason that Mueller is bringing him in is a lie, not because he can prove there's collusion. So I think in the end, this bites the Democrats right smack in the rear end, and you're going to see information come out that nobody knew about. So you think, this is a very intriguing thought, so you think Flynn has specific dirt on individuals, so what they're trying to do is to discredit Flynn before he comes forward with other information. That's exactly right. That's what I think is going on right now, and as you see, here's the deal. You saw what Trump put out today, because Trump was talking about this today. Actually, his attorney was talking about this today, is in what was going on here. And they're, they're trying to say that Flynn was attached to the Obama administration, that he was okayed by Obama to talk to these Russians. But the thing that Mueller has picked him up for is talking to Russia. But the fact of it is, it was after Donald Trump was the candidate-elect, right? not before. So- right. The national security advisor that's incoming to a new White House is going to talk to Russia. They're going to talk to England. They're going to talk to Spain. Mm. They're going to talk to mm-hmm. Germany. They're going to talk to whatever foreign nation, Saudi Arabia, they need to talk to to set up a new government, to set up a new administration. This is not news. Matt, that's a very mafioso way of thinking, and I very much like it. I, I, I'm really liking where you're going with this right now. But here, let me let me throw this out there too, because as we direct our focus on Flynn, where's the whole Podesta group? 
Where's the whole authentic, true collusion that has happened with the Clinton Foundation? You know, and again, here's the thing is that when we open our browsers and we do our research, we constantly see the track on Trump and we constantly see this Flynn deal now. We see even, you know, sellout liberal trader Comey come forward and open his vile mouth and he's starting to use Twitter now. And, and the majority of people, this is what scares me, that the majority of people take things for face value. Right. Most of the liberals and most of the progressives, they take things for face value. So if their specific news agency says something is legitimate, it becomes legitimate. Even these well, news agencies are now coming forward and giving false information that's right. and doing minor retractions. That's right. But it don't matter. Even with the retractions, people are still going to believe the original narrative. But why aren't we talking about the bigger picture here? Why aren't we talking about the real collusion? Why aren't we talking about the Clinton Foundation? Why aren't we See, talking about the Podesta Group? In Rocky, I think that's where this is going. If you remember, Michael Flynn said he had a story to tell. Mm. He, I, this was two, three, four months ago. He says, look, I have a story to tell. He was just waiting for the right time to tell it. I think the time has come. And I'm going to tell you something, and, and you may think I'm absolutely crazy, and, and, and it's not something that is is this isn't generally agreed upon. I don't really know which side Mueller's on. I mean, when you look at this stuff, is Mueller for the Democrats? Is he trying to change the narrative? Is he trying to do what we're talking about? Or is he digging into the facts of Uranium One, Hillary Clinton, Michael Flynn has that dirt? I mean, what comes out of this? you got to start peeling this onion back Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to see what's in the middle. It'll be interesting. And maybe that's all part of the psychological warfare is for Mueller not to perceive to stand on a single side. Because I've had that same confusion. Because, you know, one day he upsets me, and then the next day he's going after people that I believe should be sought after. And, uh, you know, and maybe that's how it should be, Matt. It, it's, it's, you know what, here's the thing is that we live in this matrix of confusion. We said at one time on, I can't remember what we were doing, but we said we're putting our fingers in the dike of humanity. Yep. It, it's, it's, it's the dike is overflowing, and there's so much information that is overflowing that is, it's, it's, it's drowning us. Uh, with information overload that it gets to the point to where either people just shut things off and they just give up and allow the corruption to continue happening, or we get so saturated with authentic information that becomes misinformation, that becomes debate, that it, we get so caught up in this rabbit hole that we don't even know anymore what is authentic and what is non-authentic. And even when they claim it's authentic, we question the authenticity because of the the amount of confusion that, that is tossed around by so many different media outlets. Dude, you just made my brain hurt, by the way. That made my brain hurt, but it felt really good coming out i'm telling you right now it felt really good coming out well, you, you know what you just really what you just described is a propaganda machine of the of the mainstream media that's exactly what it it's is literally what you just described it's the exactly media is. is not providing you and i Mm-mm. with news no. with facts with Mm-mm. details what they're doing is they're bringing out the details they want you to know and if they're incorrect it doesn't matter because they'll go back and they'll retract them later quietly Quietly. So the initial story gets in front of you. And look, we're a society, we're an ADHD society. We sure don't are. read past about the first two <laughs> sentences. I mean, right. think about it. When you scroll through Facebook, when you scroll through Twitter and the social medias, you, you read the headline in maybe the first paragraph. Mm-hmm. You don't read the entire story. So when they, they, they shoot out the information, Everybody reads those that first paragraph. They don't read anything else. So when a retraction right. comes or when they, they say, oh, well, oops, are bad, no one ever pays attention to it. Like I was reading the other day, the economy in the second quarter was revised up, or maybe it was the third quarter, because, yeah, in the third, third quarter, quarter yep. was revised up from 3% to 3.3%. Do you think many people read that? 
No, probably not. Right. In, in, in the other way, it worked the other way with the Obama administration. The Obama administration would come and say, oh, we had 2% growth in the second quarter. And then two months later, a month later, be like, oh, that 2% was only 1.1. No one goes right. back and listens to that stuff. So we're in a stranglehold by the media that is pushing a narrative that is anti-American. Well, man, it's no different than when you see these articles that are polls. Oh, 75% believe that Donald Trump should be impeached. But when you sit here and you read this 55-page article because they want to confuse you within the first few paragraphs, and when you scroll all the way down to the end of these articles, you're looking, oh, well, there's only 55 people that were polled right. or 90 people or 1,000 people right. that were polled. And majority of these people that were polled are subscribers to this very left-leaning news organization that actually created this poll. But it don't matter, Matt. You're exactly right. And, and here's something, too, folks. And you know what? Here's the thing. And people are going to believe it's, it's conspiracy until you actually go out and do the research to find out that it's fact that media outlets have been getting paid millions of dollars since the early 60s. That is fact. Since the early 60s, the CIA itself has been paying media outlets millions of dollars. So what is fact? What is fiction? What matrix and whose matrix are we dancing in, Matt Locke? Boy, that's you just said a mouthful. My God, you're making my head hurt. I'm telling coffee. you, it's black it's, rifle coffee's it, kicking in. You got it right. <laughs> <laughs> the caffeinated, yeah, that's what I had this morning. The caffeinated is F. I had that, and it's Woo. fantastic, by the way. But man, that was a lot. And there's so much more we would like mm-hmm. to get into, but we're out of time. Hour two. Stick around. INS agent Michael Cutler. We're going to talk Kate Steinley in this yes. piece of garbage that killed her, that got off on top of illegal immigration, sanctuary cities. Don't go anywhere. The conservative cartel rolls on this Saturday morning. This is the conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci, only on the Blaze Radio Network. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network. Number two, the conservative cartel. So let's, let's let's break this down here. Matt's hungry, Ron's coughing, and I can't feel my feet because I'm drinking too much black rifle <laughs> coffee. <laughs> Welcome back, uh, folks, to the conservative cartel. Our number two, live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. If you want to call in and give your opinions on this subjects we are talking about, the black rifle coffee hotline is triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And just let me add really quick. Coming up next segment and for the rest of the hour, when we're talking about immigration, we have the guy. I mean, the I, guy. personally, the guy. I could the not guy. think of anybody better to talk about the current situation of illegal immigration than Michael Cutler, former INS agent, worked with the FBI. He has testified in front of Congress. He has been around the block. That is going to be next segment and for the rest of the hour. Dude, and then next hour, I'm Graham Allen, Chad Prather. I mean, my God, we're talking a power-packed show, brother. Oh, my God, I'm excited. I'm excited for Michael Cutler. And I'm going to tell you, Michael Cutler is a great speaker. 
He's full of of, of knowledge. And, mm-hmm. and this guy, you just said it. I mean, I was talking to Ron last night. And the amazing thing about Michael Cutler is he has investigated and arrested aliens from countries around the world. And, right. and here's the thing that gets me. Many of whom have engaged in serious crimes, including terrorism, narcotics trafficking, weapons violations, sexual mm-hmm. assault, and murder. Because that's what we're going to talk about right now. Yeah. I, I, I'm, so, I'm so irritated mm. at this subject right now. I, mm. I told Ron last night, I said, this is probably going to be my squeaky segment. Yeah. Because this Jose Inez Garcia Zarate... I mean, the gun just went off in his hand, Rocky. The gun just went off. I own guns. I've owned guns for (laughs) 25-plus years. Never has one of my guns just went off. I'm so sick and irritated and tired. I mean, can California just fall into the ocean now? I've been praying. I've been praying that that happens. I mean, I know there are conservatives in California, and I don't mean to talk over you. I know there's conservatives out there, and I mean no ill harm to anybody, but I'm so tired of watching liberal, progressive idiots not follow the law. Well, you know, what is that? What what kind of standard does that set for the rest of... We talked about this, man, probably six months ago, about, you know, what kind of standard does this set for the rest of the nation and sanctuary? I mean, sanctuary cities need to be shut down today, yesterday, last week, last year. Uh, how it's allowed to happen? I mean, when we talk about this Jose Thug that was in San Francisco who has seven felonies, he has been deported five times, and yet he murders somebody in San Francisco. And the reasoning he was in San Francisco was because, and he said it, his words, was because it was a sanctuary city. Well, dude, you just hit on it. He's been deported five different times. Five, and they keep coming back, and we got a bunch of liberal mamby pambies. We can't build the wall. <laughs> oh my God! It would be so heart wrenching to these poor illegal immigrants. They just want a chance to have a great life, but yet he shot a, into a crowd with a stolen firearm. Yeah. You can't make this stuff up. No, and it no, irritates me because. No. I, I saw a post from Chad Prather, political cowboy, going to be mm-hmm. in here an hour or three. He said, why don't you take your happy ass down to Mexico, shoot someone with an illegal gun, and see if you're not hung the next day. It's ridiculous, and we are not a uh, – literally, I said this in the last segment, the Democratic Party is not for you. No. They don't care about you or Kate Steinle or her family. We went to fair, Rocky Stucci. We went mm-hmm. to fair, and we talked to families who lost their, their loved ones because right. of illegal immigrants shooting them, killing them, driving into them, and our government doesn't give a damn. Man, let me, let me ask you something. So when, when you apply to become an American citizen, what is one of the very first things that we ask anybody from any country from around the world that you abide to if you come to this country. That is the law. 
We ask you to be a law-abiding citizen. And when you come into this country illegally, the first thing you do is you break the law. Yeah. You know, and here's the thing, Matt. You've been attacked. <sighs> I've been attacked. Yeah. We've all been attacked because we sit here and we look out for the best interests of the American people first. Because, you know, I am an American. I love the American people. I love the veterans and the currently serving men and women in uniform that protect the freedoms that we have. Because when you look at what's happening at a global scale... I'm going to tell you something. We got it pretty dang good. You look at the what the massacre that happened in Egypt this last week. You look at these massacres that are happening all over Europe. You look at what's going on in the Middle East and Africa. And people sit here and have all the, the audacity to think that we have it bad. But when we sit here and we put the American citizen at risk because we want sanctuary cities, when we sit here and we want open borders, I don't think a lot of people that sit here and cry because they want open borders really understand the threats of the, of the people that are coming into this well, no, country. Dude, they the live in gated communities. They live with in security. gated communities. And it, it, what about the narcotics? What about the illegal guns coming into this country? What about? I mean, there's so many factors to this picture, and this is exactly why we have Michael Cutler coming on next hour. Oh, it's going to get real next hour. But look, we got a phone call. We got to get Justin in here real quick because we're not going to have any time in the next three segments. <laughs> Justin from Idaho. I, I know you want to talk about the tax plan, but go quick because we're done with that. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing great so far. Great show, guys. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I, I guess we can skip all that. You're right. I, I just, I heard ABC redacted what they said. Yes. And yes. If if that's what it, if that's what actually happened, then this is just more examples of why I stopped being a Democrat in January because I'm tired of getting lied to, mm. and it's getting sick and tired of it. So. Well, you know, Justin, um, and look, I know you follow me on Twitter. You pay attention to the show. Thank you very much for doing that. But you know, holy, we've talked wow, about thank you. Jeez. What's that? I said thank you. I can't believe you noticed that. That's, that's I noticed. Really cool. I noticed everything when it comes to the social media. But <laughs> look, the whole thing is we talked to you before about you turning from a Democrat to a conservative. I think we're going to yeah. see a lot more Justins in the world. People are tired. People are tired of what's going on currently in this country. Mm -hmm. Yes, they are. My question that I wanted to ask you, and then you guys get, you're nailing any feelings I have on immigration, so I'll let you guys continue with that. My question is, am I really supposed to believe either Mueller and Comey are so bad at their jobs that Russia infiltrated the presidency of the United States of America, or am I supposed to believe that they're just that bad that they did it in under two years? Because doing something like this, this would take like a decade of planning. There's no way. <laughs> well, Justin, you can't just swoop you, in you just and hit take on the it. presidency of the United well, States. Well, you hit on it, Justin. Thank you for the call. We got to let you go. Thank you, Thank you for following the cartel. Certainly, certainly appreciate it. He's right. And this was all, I'm going to say this and then we're going to move on. This was all pre-baked as soon as Hillary Clinton lost the presidency. Mm -hmm. It's a built-in temper tantrum when we're done with that. But look, Rocky Stucci, what irritates me the most about all of this is you and I are law-abiding citizens. Try to be. It, it, that's right. You know, we're not without <laughs> we're not without our faults. We're not without you know we're not without you know not doing some of the right things that we do. And I'm sure all of our listeners are the same way. You had an illegal immigrant shoot a gun into a crowd, kill a person. And you know what happens? Here's the thing that he didn't get charged with anything. Right. When you kill someone on accident, that's called involuntary manslaughter. It's, not, and it's an accident. 
It's purely an accident. That's what it is. You may not get any time served. You may. I don't know. But to come away from being an illegal, to having an illegal gun, having a stolen gun, to shooting and killing a person, to not have any charges filed or or, or be guilty of any charges, not filed, to be guilty of any charges, that's insane. I, I think that he is guilty. I think that he was guilty for um, uh, possession of a firearm. Possession of a firearm is what he was guilty for. Now, if you're an illegal in this country and you do get caught with a firearm, that should be a mandatory 10-year minimum sentence, but they're not even going to put him in there. They want to deport him, but there's bigger things happening here. We're already running out of time yes. in the first segment. Unbelievable, <sighs> by the way. And, and we're going to get, look, we're going to get to Michael Cutler. And this is going to, and we're going to talk about all of this stuff, but here's the thing. The thing is, these sanctuary cities, these lawless lawlessness that's going on in, in, in these states and cities needs to stop. If you're not going to follow immigration law, you don't deserve to get money. And the right. people that are not following the law and these illegals kill people, the people responsible for not following the law should be held accountable too. Mm, there should be accountability for you not doing your job. Period. So don't go anywhere. On the other side, Michael Cutler is going to join us. And this is a conversation you're going to want to listen to. The cartel rolls on this Saturday morning. Place of Liberty, the conservative cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. I am so excited. Welcome back to the conservative cartels. We are live from the nine line apparel studios. Now, look, we're going to shut down the black rifle coffee hotline for a little bit because on it, we have Michael Cutler, who is a retired senior special agent of the former INS, which is immigration and naturalization service, whose career has spanned some 30 years. In 88, he was assigned to the Unified Intelligence Division of the DEA. In 91, he was promoted to the position of Senior Special Agent and assigned to Organized Crime Drug Enforcement Task Force, where he remained, where he, he spent the remainder of his career. He investigated, like I said, and arrested aliens for murder. He's testified as an expert witness at more than a dozen congressional hearings on issues relating to the enforcement of immigration law. Welcome to the show, Mm. Mr. Cutler. It is an honor to be speaking with you today, sir. Well, it's a privilege to be speaking with you. You know, what you're doing is so important. The mainstream media has shut down conversation, refuses to speak the truth. Uh, it just blows my mind. Uh, if in, in the media, this is portrayed as a left-right issue. Uh, full disclosure, I'm a lifelong registered Democrat, but I think the wheels came off the Democratic Party's wagon a long time ago, but the Republicans are right behind them. Well, Mr. Uh, Cutler, are we going to – Mr. Cutler, Mike, Michael, how, how do you want us to – Talk Anything you. you like, Mike okay. works. Uh, okay. it's fine. I'm I'm easy. You oh, know, well, I'm, just, I, I, I'm I, just a retired <laughs> I'm just a retired law enforcement officer. And since 9/11, my goal after those ashes landed on my home, I was so mm. enraged. And I had been before Congress th- four and a half years earlier, 
<clears throat> to testify at a hearing before the House Immigration Subcommittee on the nexus between immigration fraud and visa fraud and terrorism. And the Clinton administration ignored all of that, literally and figuratively left the door open to 9-11. Those ashes landed on my home. My neighbors died. Mm. And I don't think anybody who was in New York City on 9-11 will ever be the same. I think we're all suffering a form of post-traumatic stress. And then when you look at what President Bush did when he concocted the Department of Homeland Surrender, as I came to call DHS, it was clear that the goal was not to follow the recommendations of the 9-11 Commission, but to hobble any efforts at border security and immigration law enforcement. And by the way, guess who also came to that conclusion? At the time, it was John Hostetler, the chairman of the House Immigration Subcommittee, a conservative Republican who chaired the committee. He was from Indianapolis. I testified uh, for John at least seven or eight times. So, so please understand, this is not a Democrat versus Republican issue, although the Democrats have gone completely off the rails. Where have the Republicans been in all of this? Exactly. Mike, Mike Matt here. I want to get in here real quick so we sure, want to steer this conversation. Sure. We're, we're, we, we called you and got you on today because we want to specifically talk about sanctuary cities, San Francisco, and this yep. verdict that just came <clears throat> down with Kate Steinle being shot yep. by this illegal immigrant so let's get so into he's this. an illegal alien let's let's use i, I know alien. that i'm going to probably amen, your amen. nope go but, right ahead but, but we, we can't you know everyone was upset because we weren't using the term radical islamist why are we having a problem with the word alien right. legally the word alien simply means any person not a citizen or national of the united states forgive That's me right. for cutting you off no but i want to make one Absolutely. quick point and then we're going to focus entirely on kate stein sure I wrote an article for The Social Contract. I write for two websites, very proud to be associated with them for many years. One is Front Page Magazine, sponsored by the incredible David Horowitz Freedom Center. The other is The Social Contract. I've been writing for The Social Contract quarterly for well over a decade. My latest article is The Road to Tyranny is Paved with Language Censorship. This is Orwellian. This is not about political correctness. Political correctness, as I understand it, means not using language that it's offensive to describe fellow human beings, and I'm in complete agreement. When you use language to alter perceptions, it's Orwellian. It's an effort at thought control. We think in words. When you control the language, you control thoughts. That's what we're witnessing. So the term alien isn't a pejorative. It just means any person, not a citizen or national of the United States. But this narrative is what led us down the path, I believe, to the lunacy of what they call sanctuary cities, which is another example of newspeak. Yep. A sanctuary is a place of safety, security, serenity. I hear birds chirping and babbling brooks and sunny skies. There is no safety to be found in a community that welcomes fugitives, criminal aliens, terrorists, thugs, gangbangers, because that's what we're talking about. When everyone becomes an immigrant, then it's easy to say, oh, you're anti-immigrant if you want to keep any foreign national out. Right. We're a nation of immigrants, but we're not a nation of trespassers. You see? Oh, amen. Like, nice. It, it, so understand the problem. Chuck Schumer says, oh, if anybody trespasses on national landmarks or critical infrastructure, this should be a five-year federal felony because that's the way you discourage <laughs> it. I agree with Chuck. However, when you trespass on America, the same Chuck Schumer says, oh, now they've earned citizenship. Right. Now, think about the duplicity to that. And where are the Republicans? 
oh, well, we want to legalize them because we can't deport them all, but we don't want to give them citizenship because we're tough, and we're going to put them on the back of the line. Well, and Mike, Mike, Matt here, I want to get in here again. And yeah. I know you've got a lot of information, and we've got three segments to get to it, but Jeff Flake okay. came out. We've got the whole tax reform this morning, and as I was driving in, we're now hearing whispers from the Republicans you're talking about that yep. DACA may be attached to this tax reform. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, let me tell you what it would lead to, and I want everyone to understand what's wrong with DACA. And by the way, DACA is about the Dreamers, isn't it? And this yes. goes back to what we were just saying. Do you know what the A in Dreamers is? No. Aliens. <laughs> Alien miners. There you go. Isn't it remarkable that this horrible word that we must never, ever use because it's so god-awful is part of the acronym DREAMER. That's unreal. I didn't know that. See, no one even knows what the words mean. Right. This is Orwellian. So now, if you listen to Obama when he sold this this train wreck with his illegal executive order, he said, this is about young people, kids, children. No, it's not. Do you know what the age cutoff was in 2012 for, for an alien who was here illegally to file for this, this benefit? 26, I believe. No, 31. 31? Wow. They were reaching Jesus. for 35 because demographically they thought they would be covering 90%. This was a backdoor hmm. amnesty. Yeah. And by the way, what's the word in it? Deferred. What does deferred mean? Put off. It doesn't say permanent. It says deferred. Just like right. the temporary protected status. What does temporary mean? So we, we used to use deferred action as a humanitarian issue, and it's legitimate. And how, I'll tell you how it's legitimate. A family goes to Disney World. The kid is playing. He breaks his leg. Now he's in the hospital. We've got to force them to take the kid out of the hospital and bring him home with, with an injury? No. So you tell the family, have the doctor let us know when he's safe to travel. Okay. A family member has a heart attack. They don't want to leave grandma's side. That's understandable. We'll let them stay here for a year. But we would keep checking in with the doctor. How is she doing? Is she making pro Because we want to be humanitarian, and we always are. But now to drop a net on a population of 800,000 illegal aliens. By the way, they didn't enter undocumented. That's not even a real word. That's strictly out of the Ministry of Truth. They entered without inspection. They ended surreptitiously. The 9-11 Commission, to which I provided testimony, was crystal clear that border security is national security. Sure and it is. not just the Mexican border, but across the board, because we have 50 border states. Any state with an international airport uh, has access to our 95,000 miles of coastline or lies along the northern and southern borders are all border states. And they said that if 9-11 could not have happened, <clears throat> if our immigration laws were properly enforced... They even talked about enforcement of the immigration laws from within the interior of the United States. So now we have a population of 800,000 aliens. You think? Almost we none think. of whom were right. interviewed, almost none of whom had any field investigation conducted. We don't know who they are or when they came here. And now they can be as old as 36 because the clock has been running. Hmm. All right? So now here's the other part of it no one wants to talk about, chain migration, which Donald Trump and Jeff Sessions right. have been addressing. If they get to be citizens, they can bring in every single one of their brothers and sisters. And if their siblings are married, the siblings can bring with them their spouses and their minor children. I have seen one alien bring in more than 40 family members. Jeez. 
Okay. And, and, and Mike, Mike, by the way, we're, we're we're getting a little bit short on time in this segment. We got about another two right, minutes. I'm sorry about that. No, 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 no. You're fine. This this is fantastic information. The chain migration in, in the 40 immigrants, and you talked about the 800,000 number. Do yep. we even know if these numbers are accurate? I think they are, but we have no idea. And, you know, I remember when I was on Neil Cavuto one time, he was trying to, to say that we know how many are here, or whether it's trending up or down based on Border Patrol arrests. And I said, well, trying to figure out how many illegal aliens are present based on who's being arrested is like taking attendance by asking people not present to raise their hands. <laughs> very, you know? very true. Very. I, true. I mean, so th- this is all the fantasy. Reagan told us a million would take care, would take part in his amnesty. We wound up with almost four million. Now we're being told 11 million. It could easily balloon to 30 or 40 million. And all the while, I'm going to take this over because hold on, we got Michael Cutler. Uh, former INS agent, uh, spe- immigration specialist on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. We certainly appreciate the fact that you're joining us. We're going to get more in-depth because we've got this whole deal going on in, in San Francisco. We've yep. got an illegal alien who murdered a United States citizen and literally got off scot-free. No involuntary manslaughter. I think, Rocky, you said he got what? a uh, illegal possession of a firearm. Yeah, illegal possession of a firearm that that firearm was stolen we're, we're going to get into that we're just up against the clock here rocky this sure. is my, my mind it, it, i mean it's so much information that mr this Cutler's- is what happens when you talk to michael cutler he, he just throws you off your seat because the information is so overwhelming so accurate so articulate and this is why we're absolutely honored to have him on the program A- absolutely and I'll, and I'll tell you the amazing thing to me is, is the number of, of immigrants of, of aliens that we don't even know here and the thing about mm. it is they leech off of the welfare system. They get to the system and they leech off of the benefits of food, housing, clothing, education, medical. It's unbelievable. And, and what really caught my attention, we may get more into this later with Mr. Cutler, is every state's a border state. If you've got an airport, if you fly into it, you're susceptible is the state that's on the Mexican border. And and we have security at the Canada-United States border, so we start looking at this stuff. We really, we may talk about the wall. We may get there, so don't go anywhere. Michael Cutler on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. We are going to continue to talk illegal immigration, sanctuary cities, Kate Steinle. This conversation's only going to get better. Stick around. We'll be right back. The conservative cartel returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, welcome back to the program, the Conservative Cartel, right here on the Blaze Radio Network, live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. Uh, phone line, the Black Rifle Coffee phone lines are down for this hour. We we have uh, we have such an amazing guest that the information is so overwhelming. There's so much to say with Mr. Cutler. 
about immigration that it's it's just we need to shut off the phone lines and, and we do apologize for that but we have a lot of information to get through but before we continue with michael cutler i just want to re-remind everybody that the cartel weekly show is back starting monday it's going to be three o'clock till five o'clock central or four o'clock until six o'clock eastern what you need to do is go to the conservative cartel facebook page like and follow it because you can watch and interact on our live stream broadcast daily with so many amazing people and turn on the notifications it will notify you every time we do a live show a lot of things are happening there's a lot of announcements to be made a lot of things in the background in regards to the conservative cartel are happening they're huge and i could not be more honored to work with two honorable men like matt Locke and ron phillips i mean you want to talk about work dogs these guys get it done, and it, it's beyond an honor for me to be part of the cartel family. But, my, Matt, there's so much to cover. Michael Cutler, I want to start out with something really quick. Y- sure. You know, I remember you were on my show a couple years ago, and we were talking about illegal immigration in this country, and we are yeah. talking about the judicial system, the court system. And at that time, you were mentioning that we only in this country of millions of people only have roughly around 200 immigration judges and with the amount of cases of illegal immigrants or illegal aliens in this country, how do we stay on top of this? Well, the president has been hiring more judges. He's trying desperately to do what needs to be done. Jeff Sessions is trying. You know, Jeff Sessions is one of my heroes. I wrote an op-ed back in uh, 2007, 10 years ago, about comprehensive immigration reform. I'd been before three House hearings and one Senate Judiciary Committee hearing as a witness. And I came to give comprehensive reform a new name. Uh, you know, words matter. My degree was in communications, arts, and sciences. I like mm-hmm. to call it my BA in BS. But, uh, <laughs> I, was, I was on the debating teams in high school and college. Uh, and by the way, look at how we're shutting down debate on college campuses. Oh, yeah. Debate is, think of it this way, it's intellectual capitalism. You provide your ideas, your opponents provide their ideas, and the consumers decide what they want to pick for themselves. When you know you have an inferior product, the best you could hope for is to keep your opponent's ideas out of that marketplace of the free exchange of ideas. And that's what they're doing. The other side knows they can't win an honest debate. Okay? So that's why we're getting a shutdown in debate. Without freedom of speech, without freedom of thought, democracy becomes impossible. It's that fundamental and it's that simple. And so... When you look at uh, the language, you know, comprehensive immigration reform, no, it's not. The only thing comprehensive is it would leave no illegal alien behind. That's the only thing comprehensive about it. So I gave it a new name. I called it the Terrorist Assistance and Facilitation Act. Senator Sessions liked it so much, he quoted me from the floor of the Senate on three separate days and then sent me a certificate commemorating it. (laughs) Unlike most politicians, he doesn't plagiarize. He gives attribution to things that he says. And so you have Attorney General Sessions, arguably the most knowledgeable and committed professional who understands the true significance of America's borders and immigration laws. Standing in opposition to the administration are Republicans as well as Democrats. Look, and it's not just illegal immigration. You you had Ted Cruz wanting to have a five-fold increase in the number of H-1B visas. Donald Trump Mm -hmm. is ending the H-1B visa program. Why in the world would you bring in foreign competition for American workers, fire the Americans, and then, as we say in Brooklyn, have the unmitigated chutzpah to go to Congress and say we need more foreign workers, there's no Americans to do the job. Yeah, there were. You just fired them all. 
hundreds and hundreds of thousands of American workers who are IT professionals, many with master's degrees and decades of experience, got fired and replaced with workers right. from India. That's and right. what's the result? It increases our national debt. India, a year ago or two years ago, their remittances flowing home from their foreign workers around the world amounted to $70 billion. Wow. We are losing a couple of hundred billion dollars a year in money leaving the country because of foreign workers, both legal mm-hmm. and illegal, sending money home. I don't blame them for doing what they're doing. I blame America for allowing it to happen. Oh, you're so, Mike, you, it, look, let, let, I want to direct your attention because this information is so fantastic. I mean, you've got so much knowledge here, but... We've got a state in California. We should do. Yeah, we have to stay. On, I just wanted to make the suggestion. Whatever you like, I'll come back and we can cover more because this impacts every challenge and threat we're facing. You know, exactly. one point I have to make. You mentioned education. The Congressional Budget Office ten years ago said it costs twenty to forty percent more to educate kids who can't speak English. Yes. Hmm. So money is going from kids with learning disabilities. My youngest son has a form of autism, but because of early intervention, he's finishing an engineering curriculum in the yeah. honors program. But what are they doing? Cutting the funding for early intervention for English as right. a second language. We're destroying the future of American children. When you saw those kids rioting in St. Louis, the, the, the black kids, what have we done to kids living in those circumstances? No opportunities for an honest job. No opportunities for advancement. They are scared. They are frustrated. Then the only way that they can make any kind of money, unfortunately, tends to be by acting outside the law. So that immediately puts them at loggerheads with law enforcement. This ripples through our whole country. Absolutely. And that's how significant this is. We we lost 60,000 people because of drug overdoses last year. Mm, They seized 141 pounds. DEA and New York City Police Department seized 141 pounds of fentanyl in an apartment in Kew Gardens, Queens. Kew Gardens is a very upscale, beautiful neighborhood in New York City. 141 pounds. Do you know how many lethal doses can be concocted out of 141 pounds of fentanyl, according to DEA? How many? You sitting down? Yeah. Put your seatbelt on. <laughs> Roughly 10% of the United States population. 32 million. That is unreal. Yes. So, so, Michael, you're talking all this stuff. Let, you, wow. you talked about Jeff Sessions. You, you talked about the AG, the, the, mm-hmm. the DOJ. Now, we're watching Donald Trump trying to fight sanctuary cities. We're watching Donald Trump trying to take money away from these. But we've got a judge who has permanently blocked that. What do we do? Well, it, I'm not a constitutional scholar, but I know this is going to wind up in the Supreme Court. But they have not been helpful. Look, the president has the authority to block the entry of any aliens or class of aliens if he believes it's against America's best interest. That's the standard. And that law was invoked by Carter when the Iranians overran the embassy. In fact, as an immigration agent, we were, I was out there. We were assigned to find all the Iranians we could and locate them and find out what they were up to. Wow. We shut down everything. No one screamed. Obama did the same thing. George W. Bush did something very similar. No one said a word. When Donald Trump does it, everyone jumps up and down. Why? Because Donald Trump is the only populist that we've had in this country, arguably, since JFK or Eisenhower. Every president since then has been a globalist. I know you guys are conservatives. I'm not. Again, I don't want to be labeled, because on some issues you would say I am. I'm certainly very strong on Second Amendment. But the point of the matter is, Ronald Reagan gave us the first amnesty. Yep. We legalized almost 4 million. And by the way, no one ever knows 
how many more they brought in. I'd love to know what that number is. And he even included a confidentiality provision so immigration agents couldn't share material in amnesty files with any other agency without a court order. Wow. If you did, it was a five-year felony. Why? Mm. We don't do that with any other immigration files. <laughs> well, we have, we have... It was an uh, invitation hey. to fraud. And by the way, the 9-11 Commission found immigration fraud uh, was the likely method of entry and embedding for terrorists. And then we get to Kate Steinle, and I, and I really need to talk about this real quick. If I have a couple minutes, you I don't do. know the next got to do quickly. We've got a couple minutes. Is it? we got to okay. go. Uh, an alien who's deported and comes back illegally is committing a 20-year maximum felony if he has a criminal history. Exactly. I work but with how Aldemar can he get away with this? That See, that's the, that's the question, Michael, is that we're talking he's a seven-time re-enter, or no, a five-time. Yeah, five-time. Five-time right, he has been caught. But he also had six criminal convictions yep. beyond that. That's right. So he's clearly an aggravated felon under the statutory definition of that law that we wrote. So he could have been facing 20 years in jail. I hope they hammer him with that. I hope they hammer him with illegal alien with a firearm. That's a 10-year mm -hmm. felony. Yep. But how does the jury find that he had the gun in his hand but that the gun went off by itself? Yeah, the gun shot itself. I mean, that is, that's what got me fired up, Michael, is me I too. own firearms. Guns so do don't go off by themselves. They I don't. Mean, could you imagine? That's a lie. Could you imagine if they did? Oh, no kidding. Everybody would be shot. I'd have holes in my ceiling and my gun safe. Exactly. I mean, they, it, guns don't go off by themselves. This is irrational. Joke. The whole thing is irrational. And we have a government in place who don't care that every, that every year thousands of people are killed by people who shouldn't be here. Unreal. And the reason, by the way, and this is why I was talking about the fentanyl business, why do you think DEA identified New York as the central hub for drug trafficking when New York has 37,000 police officers, the biggest police department probably in the world, most sophisticated? I work very closely with the NYPD. Why would you set up shop in a town with a, with a small army for a police department? There's only one reason. New York is a sanctuary city. And Mike, hold on. Mm. We're, we're at 10 seconds. Don't go anywhere. Michael Cutler of the cartel. Be right back. The conservative cartel will return on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to The Conservative Cartel with Matt Lock and Rocky Stucci, only on the Blaze Radio Network. And we are back this Saturday morning live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is down. For one more segment, we've got former INS agent Michael Cutler on the phone. And, Michael, we're going to get right at this because we've got one sure. last segment. Kate Steinley, you just said we've got an illegal alien who had committed multiple crimes, bouncing back and forth into a sanctuary city that now has been found not guilty of anything in the death of Kate Steinle. Unbelievable. Other than felon in possession of a firearm. Look, San Francisco is an accomplice to her death. Oh, okay. they, you're right about when that. They when they interviewed this piece of trash, I won't even use his name on the air. When they interviewed him, law enforcement did, he clearly stated that the reason he lived in San Francisco is he knew that because it was a sanctuary, he didn't have to worry about immigration. Exactly. Now, the argument that we keep hearing, right, we can't deport 11 million, 
Do you ever hear any politician make a similar claim about tax fraud or speeders nope. or drunk drivers nope. or people texting while driving? No. Then why is it? And look, how many people speed? I, I can't think of the last time I drove my car when I didn't exceed the speed limit. Okay? <laughs> Be honest like, with yourself. Sounds like me. I never drive the speed limit either. I shouldn't say that on national radio. But, but, I, I, but do. I don't care. Even if, right. it's, even if it's three miles an hour over, you're over the speed limit. That's right, right or wrong? Right. That's right. So why don't we eliminate the speed laws? When I was with the commissioner of the INS back seven years after I started, the late 70s, Leonel Castillo under Carter, he tried to float the idea when I drove him. I was assigned to drive him. He got so angry at me. After a day and a half, he said, the next two days, let someone else drive me. I was, I was thrilled. Hey, I, we have a driving deal. Rocky Stucci doesn't like my driving either, Michael. It's, terrible. it's a weird deal. <laughs> well, he didn't deal. like what I had to say to him. Yeah, no, the deal was he didn't like what I had to say. Exactly. Because he said to me, what do you think of amnesty? And I said to him, I'll make you a deal. He said, we can't arrest them all. Yeah, you can. And I said, there are other laws that are less enforceable. So when you and I become supreme dictators of the universe, let's eliminate all of the motor vehicle, especially the speed laws. That's, yeah. I, I said, because your reasoning that if we can't arrest them all, then we should arrest no one is nuts. Well, but isn't that the liberal? But Michael, isn't that this is what the left wants you to believe? The the Democratic Party. Well, that's true. That is true. No, you're right. Cheap labor. You got it. They want the cheap labor, and the left wants the votes. I mean, it's both sides. And and they all want the campaign contributions. That's right. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce is the reason we've gone from 26 visa waiver countries on 9/11 to 38 visa waiver countries now. Yep. The 9/11 Commission said tighten up the visa process. So what do they do? They eliminate the visa requirements for another 12 states, another 12 countries. Uh, Why? Yeah. All right. So, Michael, look at the way George Bush created DHS in a way where the chairman of the House Immigration Subcommittee said, listen, it wasn't failures of the agriculture laws or the customs laws that caused 9-11. It was immigration law. But the way that the Homeland Security Act was used to create DHS undermines America's ability to secure the borders and force the law and protect Americans from terrorists. And he was a conservative Republican talking about George W. Bush. It's both sides of the aisle. It Michael, let me, ask, let me ask you clear. something. It, it, it's, it's a little off subject, but I, I have to ask this because I have to Good. hear what you say on this. Where do you see the United States in 50 years? At the rate we're going? Yes. We're going to be, you heard of the, late, the greatest generation? Yeah. God forbid we'll be the last generation. Wow. Yeah. This is not sustainable. Right. This is not sustainable. We have enemies all over the world. Do you not think that North Korea would like to send spies here in Iran? And by the way, they are. Mm-hmm. And by the way, do you understand the danger from Latin America? Do you know that every week there are flights direct from Tehran to Caracas, Venezuela, carrying mm-hmm. Iranian shock troops, the Cuds? If you remember when Obama was looking for a second term in office... There was a plot that was stopped by the FBI and Homeland Security involving people affiliated with the Cuds who were going to blow up the Egyptian embassy in Washington, kill the ambassador, and maybe take out the Israeli embassy as well. Right. Look, there is a clear nexus between immigration, border security, and terrorism. My very first case is a brand-new agent who was supposed to be a nothing case, an Israeli kid with an altered visa. Big deal. Well, I did some digging. I didn't like what he had to say. Long story short, he was actually with the PLO. He was here to get the money to carry out a terror attack and blow up an oil refinery in Israel. We prevented the attack. Wow. Mm. You see, understand that if you read the 9-11 Commission report, and it should be a required reading for every member of Congress, and they need to take a test afterwards to prove they read the damn thing, not their staffers read it for him. 
you understand that border security is national security. Right. The Service. military's role is to keep America's enemies as far from our shores as possible. That's right. You know, I do a lot of speaking. If people know of opportunities, you can reach me through my website, michaelcutler.net. But I work with the Speakers Bureau in Washington. They do seminars for the military and the intelligence services. I was in, in, in front of a room filled with Air Force brass. And I said to them, uh, anyone want to argue that the primary mission, that all five branches of the military service to keep America's enemies as far from our shores as possible? Nobody disagreed. I said, then, understand, what's the point of having a military if our enemies no longer come in U-boats, as they did in the Second World War, but right. come on airliners, land at international airports? And on 9-11, 19 hijackers killed more people than we lost at Pearl Harbor on December 7, 1941. Wow. Put it in perspective. Put it in perspective. Two terrorists, the Boston Bombers, and one of them was a naturalized citizen. Yep. I have an article right now up on Front Page Magazine. They just posted it yesterday. Denaturalization sought against five child molesters. The subtitle, Naturalization, has provided the keys to the kingdom to criminals and terrorists. Mm. It's not just illegal immigration. Faisal Shahzad, the Times Square bomber, was naturalized about a year before he set off the bomb that thankfully didn't kill anybody. Right. Look at San Bernardino, and you have the Supreme Court saying the president doesn't have the right to deny entry to aliens? Yeah. He's the commander-in-chief. This is national security. And then they said, well, if they have family relationships, and what's a family relationship have to do with it? The Tsarnaev brothers, okay, were terrorists. Look at, look at what happened in San Bernardino with that young woman with the K-1 visa yep. who apparently radicalized her dopey husband. And each time you see carnage, and meanwhile, this is about we can't separate families. How about the families who lost their loved ones, like Kate Steinle's family? What sanctuary did Kate Steinle find in San Francisco? Right, exactly. She did. And why are Americans not out there screaming at the top of their lungs? Mm. You know, I lost a, a good part of my family to the Holocaust, and my, my mother told me the story. I was named for her mother who died in Poland. I said, I will never go quietly. If I see something wrong, you're going to hear about it. I lost both my parents to cancer when I was in college, but they left me with their wisdom. And my dad said to me, it's easy to spot a real man. He's the guy who stands up when it counts. We That's have right. Americans who are rolling over and playing dead, and our future is on the line. And I'm not trying to be an alarmist, and I'm not a xenophobe. But look at the language. Look how we've been intimidated. Oh, you must be a xenophobe. Really? Well, guess what? Immigration laws do not treat people differently by race, religion, or ethnicity. If they did, I couldn't have enforced the laws for 30 seconds, let alone 30 years. Well, and Michael, I'm going to Michael, I'm gonna stop you here. I want to give you a chance. Tell, every, tell our audience where they can find you. Do you have a book, website? Where are you at? Sure, I have a website. It's Michael Cutler, C-U-T-L-E-R, one word, michaelcutler.net. I write for frontpagemag.com. And the social contract. I also do a one-hour-a-week radio show on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, it's the Michael Cutler Hour. I am adamant about getting people to wake up. You know, we need to stand your ground, Lord. I'm not talking about firearms. I'm talking about debate. And this nonsense about Latino voters is the worst example of racism, bigotry that I've ever heard in my life. All Americans have the same values. I don't care what your race, religion, ethnicity, or even political leanings, as long as you're relatively rational. We all want the military to keep our enemies as far from us as possible. We want the police to keep our streets safe and keep our citizens safe. And we want our schools to be able to educate our kids. So any American, irrespective of what I call the superficial factors, race, religion, ethnicity, gender, 
Any American willing to study hard and work hard, benefiting from a little bit of luck, can write the next success story. So when we hear this nonsense about Latino voters, and i got to tell you, when I travel around the country, uh, and I meet so many Americans who are Latino, they are furious over this. Mm. It's a disgusting form of bigotry and profiling. And who foists it on us? The same so-called journalists who scream bloody murder if there's even an intimation that law enforcement profiled. Well, and Michael, I'm going to stop you there because we've got less than a minute. Thank you so much. You're always a welcome part of the conservative cartel. Look, guys, don't go anywhere. Chad Prather, the political cowboy, in studio. Graham Allen on the phone. This conversation... It's going to get wild. I'm just going to tell you right now. So you're going to want to stick around. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is back open. 888-900-3393. Don't go anywhere. You're going to want to hear this next hour. The cartel rolls on. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, Welcome back to the final hour of the Conservative Cartel this Saturday morning as we are live from the Nightline Apparel Studios on the Blaze Radio Network. If you would like to be part of the program, look, it's, it's a big deal here this third hour. Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393, because on that hotline, I've got Graham Allen, Daily Rants, all-around patriotic veteran, cool guy. He's a brother-in-arms with Nine Line. How are you doing, Graham? I'm good, guys. How are you? Doing good. Where are you at? Where are you calling us from? Uh, I am, for at least the time being, back in my home state of South Carolina for a couple days. There you go. I knew. I know you were in New York with this guy to my left, uh, the political cowboy Chad Prather. Uh, is New York still standing? Uh, uh, well, yeah. you know, so many people were uh, were so uh, mystified by his majestic hat that it's it's hard to tell. <laughs> they were good to us, though, weren't they, buddy? We had a good time up there. They, they were. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. New York's a good town. I'm allergic to it. And I came home with a sinus thing going on, and I, I, I can be around horses. I can be around cows. I can be around the hay and all of the stuff. I can go in a barn for three days. I go to New York, and, and immediately it's the car exhaust. I'm yeah. just allergic to it. Mm. Well, in, in the liberalism, I think. I think liberalism is a disease, so you <laughs> well, may you know, be, we may be allergic to it. Could be to people. It yeah. could be the people, too. Let's not forget about that. And by the way, Chad, when I was down in Texas, I was kind of hoping I was going to meet you when I was down there, but Ron and I... Uh, we're working on a poem, and, and we're gonna we're gonna dub it. Where art thou, Chad Prather? <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're talking, and I'll get you. This is gonna be a free flowing conversation this next hour. So shoot in, jump in when you got something to say, Graham, Chad, Rocky. I mean, we got a whole quartet here going on. But there's a couple things I want to talk about. Obviously, the sanctuary city, Kate Steinle, Michael Cutler. Is he not fantastic? By the way. 
He's incredible. He's a bulldog. I love him. <laughs> they, love we it. should build a shrine to him. We might. And he's a liberal. Well, he's a, yeah, he's a converted liberal. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and the other thing we want to talk about is this whole entire tax reform, uh, the depravity that is the left, the media, Matt Lauer. We've got all th- all kinds of things to get to. Rocky, where should we start? Uh, you know, it's 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 hard to begin because there's so much to talk about. It's so overwhelming. But I want to get your guys' thoughts on on the um, current verdict in San Francisco. Well, it's a it's a travesty. I mean, this whole yeah. thing. I, first of all, it was prosecute. I can't even say that word. Prosecutorial overreach. It really was. They right. should not have gone for murder. Right. They should have gone for uh, involuntary manslaughter, and they probably would have had something. But I mean, the, you break that story down and everything that happened with it. It's absolutely ludicrous to believe that there was not some. Uh, felonious behavior that was going on. So the, the, the fact that this guy walked away with nothing is right. absolutely ridiculous. Crazy. Graham, what's your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. well, you know, I mean, I just, the, the way I feel about it is I kind of look at it in the same sense of uh, if you were to get in a car drunk and hit somebody, right? right? The fact that you got in the car in the first place is the only reason it happened. So the fact that we have an issue in this country with the statuses of certain people in here in the first place if we had that problem fixed, this, this, this potential situation in the very first place may not have happened in the first place for us even to be having this discussion. Well, now, right. Graham, I know you shoot weapons. Chad, you probably yeah. have shot a gun in your life. Have, any, have either of you ever had a gun just go off? Well, to use Graham's analogy, yeah. that's like saying I got in a car. I'm an illegal. I got in a car, and the car drove itself into right. someone. Right. It just the, the gun just shot itself. Yeah. No one pulled yeah, a trigger. Yeah. Nothing happened. The gun just went off. Exactly. Well, that, that, that's the same argument of, of guns kill people. Well, no, they don't. The, the people handling the guns kill people. Yes. Yeah, and so you take this guy who, who looks under his chair or his bench, and he sees a wrapped-up t- T-shirt or whatever. And he, I mean, how many times have you ever sat down and said, I'm just going to look at this trash underneath the bench here that I'm sitting in a public place, see what I'm Oh, my gosh, it's a gun. Yeah. Boom, it goes off. Oh, my God, I can't believe guns go off. I throw it right. in the bay. Yeah. I mean, uh, just it made a loud noise. What did I expect it to do? I, it scared me, so I threw it in the bay. Well, the, the next time one of my children screams, I'm just going to throw them in the bay. <laughs> you know, just throw them in the lake. They made a loud noise. They scare me. <laughs> Your child went off without pulling the trigger. I love it. But uh, my kids have always been triggered. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they. I bet they have. So look, it, it, we're at a point in this country where the Democratic Party isn't worried about protecting the citizens of this country, obviously. Right. Obviously. Look at this as an example. Okay, I've put some thought into this, and and I could go on for days with it, but let's say I have a dog kennel, and in my dog kennel, I like to raise poodles, I like to raise uh, Yorkies, I like to raise, you know, these these little dogs, and and all of a sudden I say, you know what, I want to bring in some more dogs, and so I'm going to just bring in whatever dogs... If you have dogs that need a home, bring them here. We'll accept all dogs. We love dogs. And so they bring in, let's say, a Rottweiler that came out of a dog fighting ring that was salvaged, saved from a dog fighting ring. Oh, you know what? Just let them live in there in the kennel with the poodles. Right. What could go wrong? I mean, what could go wrong? You're taking someone 
who come out of a and look, I don't care. People can call you. They say, "Oh my God, you're a racist." Whatever. Shut up. Here's the deal. Here is the deal. (laughs) I have been all around this world. There's not a spot on this globe I have not been numerous times. I've been in multiple cultures. I've been in multiple environments. People are coming into this country having been raised in an environment that is completely not like America. That's right. It's not. They haven't been. They have no concept of a constitution and our constitution, our freedoms, our liberties, our sense of justice. They have no sense of it. And so now they're going to come in here and they're going to try to live the way they did in Syria or they're going to do the way they did in Yemen or they're going to do the way they did in Mexico or, you know, and so all of these things, you're going to come in here. It's like introducing the pit bull to the poodle kennel. And unfortunately, we're saying that's okay to continue doing this. And if you don't accept the pit bull in, the Rottweilers in, then you, there's something wrong. You just, you're anti-dogs. That's well put. No, I, I was, I was right. reading, and I'll let you get in here, Graham, real quick. I was reading on your Facebook page, which caught my attention. You said, hey, look, why don't you go to Mexico as an American, yeah. find an illegal gun, shoot someone, and see if Mexico doesn't hang you tomorrow. Right. <laughs> Guaranteed. I, I mean, it, yeah. it's a different exactly. culture. Go ahead, Graham. Well, I was just going to say that, the, you know, Chad just inadvertently probably broke the Internet. I can hear the articles now. Chad frankly refers to <laughs> illegals as dogs. They probably did. But Chihuahuas. You know what? Chihuahuas. We, we, hey, we've been, known, we've been known to stir a controversy <laughs> or two on the cartel, hence our name. But, Graham, let's get to you. Graham, your brother-in-arms here with Nine Line, uh, definitely a spokesman for them, do a good job. New York City, the whole thing. What, what do you see? What, what do you see with all this going on? What, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, it's just I think that American societies as a whole, right? So, so, so I'm I am I'm biased, and, and to believe that everyone is not somewhat biased in some way, shape, form, or fashion on some subjects is just dumb, right? Because I mean, that's just that's just how people inherently are. So, so, so I'm a service member, so I, I tend to go more towards the military mindset of my thinking. It's just it's just how I am. So, in my opinion, do I want to? Uh, do I want America to be able to provide aid for people that live in countries of which they are not free, that they are not able to live their lives the way they want to? Of course I do. Do I think that's a bad thing? No. But should there be structures around it to where they go through the right processes, the right, the right way to legally come into this country and be a productive citizen? Yes, I believe that. But that also means that everybody can't come here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, everybody right, right, cannot right. be a part of our society, and that's just the way it is. It's like uh, casualties of war. To believe that there's not going to be casualties of war, you're an idiot. No matter how good of a plan you have in place, no matter how good of a way it is, someone has to make the hard decisions that is not the emotional decisions. Emotional decisions in terms of running a business or a country is the wrong way to do anything because emotional decisions in that form are the wrong way to do it. And that's the problem. Everybody wants to be big brother or big sister and everybody wants to help and everybody wants to feel certain ways, but that you can't run a country that way. You can't. And at the end of the day, if we don't protect America, us, the people that are already here, the, 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 the current American citizens, then we have a problem. And if we can't secure that first, then we can't help anybody in the first place. Same analogy of putting your oxygen mask on first in an airplane. Why do they have you do that? Because if you're not okay, then you can't help anybody else. So it's the same same mentality to me. 
You know, Graham, I'm, I'm glad you said that because on this show we've talked about it. Even uh, my friend who's out in Egypt right now, John Ward, is listening. We talked about this as a republic. The United States is a republic, and a lot of people seem to forget that. Uh, you know, we're land dictated by law, and it seems like there's been this huge flip in our culture and our society is the where people are now basing their decisions off of their personal emotional belief. And there has never been a exactly. successful kingdom in the history of man that has been successful dictating their decisions based off of emotions. And if we continue to go down exactly. this road, it's going to be a slippery slope, brother. And I, I'm so glad that you said that. Thank you. Well, yes. In great ca- hold on, guys. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're up against it here, so hang tight. You see we- why I hang out with Graham? Though? Yeah, He's a yeah, smart dude. He is a smart dude. You're I'm a smart dude. Too many tangent, smart man. dudes in the same conversation, but look, don't go anywhere. we got <laughs> political cowboy Chad Prather in studio. Graham Allen on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. We're talking all things Kate Steinle, immigration. Keep here, the cartel. We'll be right back. You are listening to The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci, only on the Blaze Radio Network. The Conservative Cartel. You know, I don't know really what much, uh, I don't know what more you can ask for on a Saturday with Chad Braithor, Graham Allen, and the Conservative Cartel all in the same conversation at the very same time. Welcome back to the program, folks. The Conservative Cartel live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. If you want to call in, 888-933-93. And, you know, one of these days, I think we, what we got to have is Ron Phillips record the conversations that we have during the breaks, and then we need to do like an off-air podcast of these conversations yeah, probably get us in a lot of, <laughs> bit of trouble danger hey, hey, zone graham, graham yeah. i want to ask you something brother i want to ask you something graham and again okay. you know just like just like when i was in texas i missed chad by one week and when i was down in savannah visiting nine line apparel i missed you by one week um but but sooner or later <laughs> brothers we will all cross paths together and it'll be a great time and i look forward to it but let me ask you something bro We've all had a defining moment on why we do what we do. Chad explained to us last time he was on the program why he got involved in doing what he does. Matt, he's had his defining moment. And myself, we've, we've, we've had this pinnacle of, of, of being sick and tired of being sick and tired, and we want to be a voice for the people too afraid to speak. Now, you do the daily rants, and I'm a huge follower of it, just like I follow Chad's videos. What was it? What was the defining moment with you that got you to the point where you wanted to get involved and you wanted to be a voice for the people? Well, you know, it's kind of funny. I actually was just on uh, Chad's podcast and we talked about this. It was was kind of an accident, to to be honest with you. I never had any real, I guess you could call it, dreams or aspirations to be some type of, especially some type of political kind of person in some way. But uh, the rant started by accident. I got run off the road by grandma. And so, so, so that's how, that, that's how the rant started. So the very first rant was about this elderly woman giving me the finger while she ran me into a ditch. And so I, I started, I started doing some funny videos because, you know, people, people were kind of liking them, but, but I'll tell you the defining moment. And, and I think it was a defining moment for a lot of people was about a year ago, around September, around a year ago when Colin Kaepernick first kneeled for the mm-hmm. anthem. Well, actually, he sat for the anthem first, right? right. And right. so, like, like so many of America, I was absolutely infuriated by it. 
So I made a video about it, and it was my very first time to make a video about anything really relevant, right? And so with it, of course, it went viral, and I got death threats and people threatening to kill me and my family and all this and above, and Mm -hmm. people actually sending me photos of them standing on the flag and all this other kind of stuff. And it was in that moment, those three or four days when that video was trending, that I just saw this side of America that I knew was there, but I never personally been attacked by it or personally saw it before. And very shortly after that, the messages I started to receive, instead of, oh, you're hilarious or blah, 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 it was, hey, have you seen this? You right. should talk about this. Right. What do you think about this? And and so I kind of got, I kind of got thrusted into it accidentally. And and to, to to say it as politically as this sounds, the people kind of thrusted me into it more than I did myself. And so 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 that's kind of how it happened, I guess you could say. Very good. Mm-hmm. And Grant Matt here, uh, Chad. Speaking of a podcast, podcast one, oh, it yeah. was week three. Two. Three. We we, we just moved into. The third week. Thursday was the third episode, okay. so it launches into the third week. So we've been up 15, 16 days. Yes. Yeah, 16 days. Okay. And I saw that you had how many subscribers now? We're, we're at uh, we're, we're over 80,000. And you're at Podcast One. Podcast One. So go check the out. Chad Prather Show. There you go. I don't mind telling you. I got a huge vision for this podcast, and it's there's podcasts, there's podcasts, and there's podcasts, and I, some people do them on their phone, and I, I this is a serious, I mean, I this is legit. This is like, you got all these huge guys, these heavy hitters, and then there's me with <laughs> Podcast One, so it's an amazing thing. Graham and I had a fantastic conversation. We sat in my hotel room in New York. I set up the ironing board. I had a, this is, this is high class right okay. here. It was intimate. It was intimate. intimate. <laughs> it was intimate. We sat around in our underwear and t-shirts, nine-line apparel t-shirts, and then we then we had the had a microphone on each end of the ironing board, and we had a, a fabulous one-hour conversation. Uh, I was sipping whiskey out of a little airport bottle because my throat was messing up so bad, and all I had was a little airport bottle yeah. or an airplane you, bottle. You, you call it what yeah. you need to call I it. Chad. Will, I will. However, I can, you get by, brother. I can justify all kind of things, <laughs> all kind of things. But the Chad Prather show's taken off. It's done great. And of course, I'm gonna have you guys on there very soon oh, I love and uh, it. we're going to get meatball on there as well oh, yeah. and, and oh, have a boom. great time because it's a fun conversation but we've been having a fun time and uh you know i always encourage people graham are you still in facebook jail uh actually it's funny that you said that as of eight o'clock this morning i am no longer in uh yeah. i wasn't in facebook yeah. jail i was facebook disabled guess yeah. who's in facebook jail right now are you in Matt? rocky stucci, stucci are you in facebook jail 30 yeah, days that, that, that's why that's why you're seeing rocco now yeah it's rocco uh, stucci for now do you that's know what, what caused it uh the video i posted about black friday Oh, okay. Yeah, too much, too much violence, brother. Too oh, much right, violence. Right, right. No, well, no, no. I've had, I've had people troll my page. They went three, four years back reporting every, even my family pictures. I was kicked off Facebook for thirty days for showing my son grilling with no shirt on. Yep. It's gotten very arbitrary, and so what you're seeing, and I know we're off topic here, but no, go ahead. But what you're seeing is you're seeing an arbitrary censorship of free speech. It really is this net neutrality mm-hmm. thing. Yep. It's an interesting conversation. If people aren't paying attention to this net neutrality issue, and some of you maybe not even heard of it, you get you need to do some research and you need to figure out what's really going on because if they can if they can take care of. Uh, uh, handling and, and censoring us and our free speech, and there is an all-out attack on on anything conservative. I saw, and this is true numbers. I saw on politicalcowboy.com, which is my blog. I went from three million visitors to four million visitors a month, down to about a quarter of a million 
visitors per month. So they found you. Yeah, they found it. And so they mm-hmm. killed it, it, they it's, killed it's, it. And it's crazy you said that because we've been following your political cowboy page, do a little bit of writing and whatnot. And I was telling Ron, you grew astronomically. Yeah. I mean, you were going gangbusters. You were gaining 100,000 new followers every yeah. month. Right. And then all of a sudden it went, Hurp! gone. Gone. And you're like, all right. Yeah. Because you see that. And we've got a friend that we know that's in the radio business as well. They actually admit at Facebook and Twitter that they target conservative pages. Right. They're out after that to slow down the growth, to keep down what you call the views, right. the, the four million, the reach. And I've got those folks. Graham has seen that. You know, the, we, we had a conversation in New York with several people who, several guys who are wildly viral online. We had, it was a great dinner. Um, Mike the Cop, Officer Daniels, if mm-hmm. you're not following those mm-hmm. guys, follow them. They're hilarious. Uh, but great guys of values, they've seen the same decline. So it's a constant fight with this this ethereal word called algorithm. You know, algorithms mm-hmm. used to be about ones and zeros. Now it's about emotions, as Graham was saying exactly. earlier. Feelings. Yeah, now we set the algorithms based on feelings. And so we're seeing a major hit. That's why, for one thing, for me, the Chad Prather show distributed by Podcast One, the number one distributor of podcasts in the world, mm-hmm. is a huge thing because now you can't touch that. No. They have there. such a huge cross-distribution right. di- cross thing. That's right. And I can say anything I want to say, and I can have guests on, Tommy Laren. I've had yep. Graham on. Yep. I had Neil McCoy, who you guys had last, last week. week. I've had uh, a numerous other folks on there. And so uh, Anomaly, tremendous conversation with him, not Kenny Rogers, uh, my buddy out in Hollywood. That's his moniker he goes by. And uh, you can't stop it. No. So we've got to find ways as conservative voices to get that voice out there. Otherwise, what they're doing is they're building that proverbial wall. Sure they are. Around what we're saying. That's right. And now our, our, rather than trying to get in, our words can't get out. Right. So you see, yeah. they, say, they say they don't believe in walls, but they're building them every day. Go ahead, Graham. Yeah, exactly. No, I was just going to say, I mean, Chad's exactly right. It used to be like clockwork. Like, you, every social media person knows their share rate. They know their view rates yep. and things like that. And it used to be like clockwork. If you got 20,000 shares, that was a million-viewed video right. all day long. That's right. All day long. But yet now, now it's taking about 33,000 to 39,000 shares to get up into the million mark and things like that. Yep. So what is, what, what is the reason behind that? Well, the only way to beat Facebook algorithms is the people – that are on Facebook, the shares and things like that. And that's the only way to beat it. But like Chad said, 20,000 used to be a million plus, And in the 30, 40,000, you used to be in the two, three millions at that point. Yep. Well, now it's taking a solid 30, 35,000 shares to even break into the millions anymore. Well, and, and you know, look, we, we know this is conservatives. We all go to battle. We, we all got people that come after us. You just got to work harder. It, it, and that's what we oh, do. Yeah. We go work harder. We go shout our messages from the rooftops. We bring you guys onto our programs. You bring us onto yours. I mean, the conservative movement, I just saw a very, a serious question here rocky from your good friend john you know he's like look do do, is there a trend with your combined shows and others that are covering similar issues that concern real americans becoming a real political movement that will eventually become a mainstream political instrument rather than where it's at now i foresee that absolutely i think that's gonna happen absolutely and i'll tell you i i was sitting there go ahead graham Oh, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I'm not used to being able to not sit in front of you guys. I was just going to say that I think social media and Facebook, even though Facebook's views are as they are and everyone knows it, I think they've inadvertently given the voice to the common American 
to, like you guys said, shout out at the rooftops and millions upon millions of people hear what the the people think. And, and, and so, yeah, inadvertently they have created this monster that they're now trying to figure out a way to control. And so, yeah, I agree with you guys completely. I think well, that I think it will I, happen. I, I think, I, hey, one second, Rocky. I, you know, one of the things, and I'm going to throw some names out there. See, I think, I think certain guys out there that are thinkers like your Ben Shapiro's and guys mm-hmm. like that that are incredibly logic, they've, they've almost become not only political apologists, but they've become political uh, philosophers. Right. And so these guys, it, and we combat this thing with logic, and eventually I think you're going to see something that is going to emerge because, let's face it, uh, they know that, that by controlling the media or controlling communication, you control the movement. And that's what's happening on social media right now. Right. But inevitably, you can't stop the snowball once it starts rolling. Absolutely. And it's rolling. Right. Go ahead, Rocky. No, I was just going to say, I think that's one of the reasons why Trump uh, became president is, is because, you know, to a lot of people, what they see on TV and what they see on the New York Post and Washington Post and all these other psychopathic left-leaning news outlets, that's their reality. And the reality does not go farther beyond that. Their reality is not statistical. The reality is emotional. But I believe that there's a silent majority out there that is us that is brave enough to come forward and to speak. And I think this is exactly why Trump was elected. And I think that what we are doing right now is going to start a movement in the future, and it's going to bring this country back. I hope to God it brings this country back to where it deserves to be. Well, what's great about this country, real quick, is someone will come up with an alternative Facebook for conservatives, and the word will get out. They'll come up with mm-hmm. Podcast One. They'll come up with a distribution system where this information will get there. Hey, don't go anywhere. we got Graham Allen on the phone, Nine Line, Chad Prather, Political Cowboy, in studio, the cartel. We're going to get into Matt Lauer. We're going to get into the left. We're going to get into all kinds of depravity. Stick around. This is The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci, only on the Blaze Radio Network. The Conservative Cartel, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, welcome back to the cartel this Saturday morning. We're in hour three, which is unbelievable. We are live in the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program, Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-933-93. we got Graham Allen on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. we got Chad Prather in studio. And, and really quickly, I want to get to Tom in South Carolina. we got a phone call. Tom, welcome to the conservative cartel. How are you? Hey, Bud. How you doing this morning? Doing well. What's on your mind? Uh, well, you know, uh, y'all was talking a few minutes ago about the numbers getting squashed uh, for Facebook. Uh, Chad was talking about that. Yes, sir. That's very true because I watch Neil McCoy every morning and we do the Pledge of Allegiance to the American flag. True American, by the way. And, uh, and he's awesome. Uh, but his numbers used to be 10,000. Now, luckily, might get 1,100. Uh, if uh, Chad gets on it, it goes sky through the roof. Well, he is very but, popular, Chad, by the uh, way. Yeah, Chad is awesome. He's a good dude. Uh, and uh, But I tell you, I don't know why that they uh, cut Neil's numbers down to 600, 650. The message. I mean, uh, you know that he's got more people out there, but what do you do about it? I mean, there's no other avenue to... 
we're, go to well, is Tom, we're solving the world's problems as we speak. I mean, you got Chad Prather, Graham Allen, Matt right. Locke, Rocky that's, Stucci. That's right. we're, we're solving the world's problems as we speak. Tom, thank you for the phone hey, call. Bud, thank you Certainly. for letting me get on here yes. with you. Thank you for Have calling. Good day. Appreciate God the fact. Man, let, man, let me yes, jump sir. in really quick because, you know, in regards to uh, the gentleman who just called and the national anthem and the, the, um, the falling of numbers when people want to do the national anthem, we've said this a million times on this program, is that patriotism is now labeled the new radicalism in the United States. And oh, that's yeah. what we're fighting against every single day. You're not kidding there. And by the way, a funny story here. So we're building a studio in Fort Worth, and we'll be moving there here soon. We go to pick out the paint, and we wanted to do it blue because our, our shield is red, white, and blue, just like the, the flag, right? So the first blue I picked, National Anthem Blue. Isn't that not fantastic? That's fantastic. It's a fantastic little sign when you paint your walls National Anthem Blue. Just now I'm off on a completely different <laughs> Thanks tangent. for not calling me to come paint the new office. Hey, look, yeah. I, I'll say something to Tom's point. The way you combat that, and it's what Graham and I have done, it's what you and I have done, uh, the conservative cartel boys and I have done, yep. and different ones, we come together yep. because there's powers in force. It's up to me to share. With my reach, it's up to me to share Graham Allen's material. It's up to me to share you guys. You guys have access to my Facebook page yep. on Political Cal. That's right. You can log on there anytime you want to. You can read the nasty messages. Yes, you can sit that you I've can, you, and that's why people say, "Well, they're live on your feed." I said, "That's right. They've got access." Yep. I, I, this is not a, a monopolized situation. This is a serious political issue. This is a serious cultural issue. It's a bad deal. You get enough of us together, it's hard to contain water. You That's ask right. ask Ron, his house got struck by lightning, yeah. and a producer, Ron, his house a few months ago, two months ago, I guess it was, yeah. got struck by lightning, caught on fire. And now it, you you can't stop the rain from coming in it because, no. but that's what you do. Right, you knock enough holes in it. Can you imagine? And I want to hear Graham's thought on this as well. Rockies as, as well because I I love the meatball. <laughs> I had somebody who sent me a message the other day and said, "At what point in time do we just become two different countries? Right. At what point in time do we just stop this?" Okay, let's say hypothetically that were to happen. Let's say you you cordoned off a. a an area of the United States, and now it's not the United States. It's you got you got Texas. the liberal progressives, oh, and you got conservatives right. in another part. Okay, so you come in there, you got conservatives the way we are, and I know we're we're the narrow-minded, bigoted guys that nobody wants anything to yeah. do with because we're racist, racist and we hate the world, and yeah. you know we don't care about Unkind, people. You know, we just we believe in capitalism and other evils. But we take the other part of the country, and now you've got folks that want to go in there. How long does those? How many generations does that group of people last on the left? They want to euthanize each other. They want to abort each other. They want mm-hmm. to intermarry. There's 16 different uh, letters to describe what sexuality genders. you identify. Yeah, to. Genders. Genders. I don't know what allies is or spirit is. I, I, I might be missing out <laughs> on something. I really, honestly, God, don't, God, don't know. I think they need to add a Matt Lauer category because that dude's doing a bunch mm. of stuff. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the between commercials talk, which can't go on here, is fantastic. We should have talked about that. But you're talking about Matt Lauer. And, Graham, Allen, I want to get your picture on this. I mean, you know, you're teaming up. You, you, you kind of fell into this. You're doing, like you told your story and background. You know, we kind of teamed up with you with Nine Line, and we do all that stuff. Do you see that happening? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> there's so much double standards in our in our country, and especially on because where we live is social media, right? So as you guys are talking, I'm sitting here in my truck, and uh, as Chad was talking, not because I'm not interested, but I hear his beautiful voice a lot. I'm scrolling through Facebook while we're doing that, and 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 literally while I'm sitting here, I'm looking at a 
a DAV beauty sponsored ad, and I and it is a butt naked child peeing on a wall. It's a sponsored ad of a naked child peeing on the wall. But yet you have people that like the gentleman who called in who live feed for the national anthem and things like that, and those things get censored. So mm-hmm. for things like Chad to say that we when did we become two two different countries? I'm there, and, and I believe I believe that it's there. Me and Chad had a conversation. Do we think that it can be fixed? This 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 separation of 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 really the two sides, right? I don't know. I don't know if it can because everybody everybody acts that America used to be. That this is the way everybody acts. America used to be perfect, and now we're going down the crapper. That, that, that's what people view it as, right? Right. But the truth is, America was never perfect. No. It never has been perfect, no. and never newsflash: it's never. never. It never will be. That's right. Uh, you know, the, yeah, the Census Bureau estimates about 324 million people. And, uh, you know, it's probably a lot higher than that. But that's just the Census Bureau of it, which is the most accurate count we can have. 324 million people, all of different ethnicities and backgrounds and religions. And like Chad said, different letters to describe, you know, your sexualities and all the above. To think that we can all agree on Anything, really, a large amount of us is naive at best. Uh, we're all individuals of our own inherent thoughts and, and beliefs and, and the way that we work and ethics and everything above. And we lost the ability in America to agree to disagree. In my opinion, that's the biggest issue that we have. We lost the ability to say, you know what? That's not my way. I don't really see it that way. But, but I don't think you're a horrible person right. because of it. Well, we've lost uh, we've know, lost critical I, thought, Graham. I mean, that's what you're getting exactly. at. We've lost the ability to critically think, to debate exactly. with facts and not names. But I want to talk a little bit. You just got into this, and Chad was talking about it too. The ethics of our politicians, right? I mean, we just saw last week where there is a fund that you and oh, I, as taxpayers, right. pay to yep. help pay for sexual harassment claims, right? Within our government, right? Can you imagine an actual business having a sexual harassment fund? Exactly. How many bricks in the wall could be added if we would use that money towards hmm. funding a Mexico wall? There you go. It's un- <laughs> it, 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 to mean, me, it's t- unreal. People are so silly. They say, we could never afford a wall like that. Are you kidding me? You have no idea where taxpayer money is no. really going. You hear something like that, that there's a slush fund. Where else is there? To be able to take care of sexual harassment claims. Mm-hmm. And they just throw it out there. Yeah, unseal the deals. I say that 100%. And look, nobody's perfect. Nobody's, but, but you take a guy like Matt Lauer who had a button on his desk. And he's not a politician, but still, no. let's use it as an example. A but, he's a guy in power. That's the point. True. He has a button on his desk that he can push and the door will lock, therefore turning his office into a prison. Yeah. You can't escape. You're trapped. You're in there. He had sex with a woman until she became unconscious. God, now, there's the- so many different ways you could go with that. <laughs> I'm just going to say it because that's a fact. He had sex with a woman until she needed a nurse. I've never in my life... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm married to a nurse. He is. She needed a nurse. <laughs> I mean, how sick have you got to be? And come on, and we're going to sit there, and, and people are going to come out and defend this. You take the Al Frankens, you take the John Conyers, you take these guys, and I'm talking about on both sides. Oh. If Roy Moore is guilty of that, then he's guilty of That's that. Right. If he's guilty, he's guilty. But right now, we don't know that he's guilty. Well, because there's no due process. Right. And you've got the left out there, oh, John Conyers needs due process. He needs due mm-hmm. process. But yet, John Conyers has paid a settlement. Yeah. 
Why would you settle yeah, right. if you weren't guilty? And I get it. It's the same thing. And, and Bill O'Reilly said the same thing. I paid out because, because ultimately I didn't easier. want to be, get eaten up in all of these legal costs. I, I understand the so-called logic in that. Right. I understand that. But here's the deal. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Let me tell you what's going to happen. And, and, and don't take this the wrong way, folks, because this is going to be harsh. But all of these accusations that are coming out, they're very unfortunate. They're terrible. They should, right. not, they should Men, don't do that. Do not do that, okay? Women do not do that. But I'll tell you what's going to happen, and this is going to be behind the scenes. This, these accusations and everything, they're going to have a huge cause and effect for a number of different things. And one of them, not the least of which, is going to be it's going to set women in the workplace back a long way. Because yeah. now, guess what's going to happen? Nobody's going to want to hire women anymore. Well, yeah, because, because you'll fear, get rid of it. Because of a fear, not right. that you did it, right. but because of a fear that you're going to get accused of do- having right. done it. And now, guess what? I've got to pay you off yep. to shut you up. And hence the reason we're going to leave football mm. teams in the locker room for the National Anthem next year. Yeah. Take care of the problem. Hey, look, don't go nowhere. Don't go anywhere. We've got one more segment. Political Cowboy Chad Prather, Graham Allen on the phone. The cartel rolls on this Saturday morning. The conservative cartel will return on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci, only on the Blaze Radio Network. You know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I feel guilty right now. I feel guilty to the fact that Graham Allen is missing out on our commercial break conversations. I don't think that's fair. I, you know, I think we should almost protest. I think we should block a highway. I feel really bad about that. But. <laughs> uh, be a, we could block a pretty big highway. We're all pretty good-sized dudes. My yeah. Gosh, I mean, I, I, I'm i offended right now. I'm just telling you, I'm offended what we just talked about. Anyways, folks, last segment, the Conservative Cartel, live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. Uh, 888-900-3393 is a Black Rifle Coffee hotline. With us in studio, Chad Prather, on the line, the Daily Rant guy, Graham Allen, and a spokesperson. Guy. Well, I'm reading what Ron Phillips has up on the screen. Forget about it. All right. A, and, a, and a spokesperson <laughs> for Nine Line Apparel is uh graham allen graham it's an honor to finally be able to talk with you and uh to to, to be able to have this conversation i, I think you know we're like-minded kindred souls and i think all of our minds put together uh you know between oh. chad myself matt ron all of us nine line black rifle coffee it makes me proud and humbled to be part of such an amazing circle guys thank you all for seriously being here today that would be a good fire whiskey night wow wow minds wrapped wow. around that that's for sure just saying. But hey, by the way, let, let's we got Carolyn on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline from Colorado. She's what she wants to talk about feminism on LSD. So Carolyn, welcome to the Conservative Cartel. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Doing great. What's on your mind? Um, I do I heard you guys talking about the emotional state of everything, and it reminded me. The feminist movement is like 40 years old, and now it's going through menopause, and it's affected everything. Uh, Tell us how it's done that. Um, It's done that by too many people rolling over to the emotionalism that is devoid of truth. You know, feelings can't change the truth, but truth can change the way you feel. 
Well, and until we get back to deep. that, we're going to have some major difficulties. Boy, Carolyn, I, I, I can't say that you're wrong. And, and Chad was talking about it here in that last segment with it's going to be harder for women. And thank you for the call, Carolyn. We certainly appreciate that. And Chris, no more phone calls. We're done for the rest of the segment here. Um, it's going to be please. hard for employees. Please, thank you. It's going to be hard for <laughs> employers. I'm trying to move this along and get this thing out. My brain it was 10 steps ahead. It's going to be harder for employers to hire women, which is then going to be a war on women. And you notice we're not hearing about this war on women now that liberals are being brought up on these it's a non-existent issue charges. There's nobody wearing the pink hats. There's nobody taking to the streets. There's no signs. There's no, uh, you know, there's none of this stuff. There's no outrage. There's no shock. There's no, it, ugh, dude, uh, I, you know, it, like I was sitting there watching, I was watching replays. I was almost going to say I was watching the view. I've never watched the view. I was watching the replays. I watched it one time in a doctor's office. I, it was not good. <laughs> but I'm sitting there and I'm going, where is the outrage on this? Right. In mm-hmm. fact, they come in and they give breaking news to Joy Behar yesterday. She reads the thing. Oh my God. Flynn. General oh, Flynn. And she, she's shaking with excitement. Collusion. Oh my God. Uh, he's going to agree to talk to Mueller about. Uh, so Trump told him to talk to the Russians. And, yeah. and it's like, that was his job. That right. was his job. He was a national security he, advisor. He said during the transition, you might want to talk to Russia about uh, what's going on in Syria and how we can work together to end mm. this thing. Oh, welcome. That's his job. Right. And, this, and she's giddy with this stuff. But there's not a peep when it comes to these other issues that are, that are coming right. out. No. Al Franken. No. John Conyers. Of course Matt not. Lauer. No. Yeah, they'll, they'll talk about Roy Moore. The guy at NPR. I can't remember his name. Or uh, There's several that came out this week. You've, you've got these guys in power. Charlie Rose. Charlie Rose, yep. you got these guys who... The thing that drives me nuts, and, and we talk about it every week on this show, is the hypocrisy that the left shows. Because you've got Charlie Rose, you've got Matt Lauer going after Donald Trump throughout the entire campaign saying, oh, well, he was going to grab a woman by the hoo-ha. Or he was going to, oh my God, the... Matt Lauer has adult toys in his desk and a lock button on his desk. And as Chad said, had relations to the point he knocked her out. I mean, these guys have no room to talk. No. But yet there's no outrage. Where's Joy Behar on Matt Lauer? Yeah. And then the thing that amazes me the most, and I'll get your opinion on this, Graham, is that the two women who were co-hosts with Matt Lauer, came on the next morning and said, oh, we're shocked by this. Oh, we can't believe it. You're not shocked. There's no way you're shocked. No, you knew. It's an open (laughs) secret. You know exactly what's going on. Mm -hmm, You're not shocked. You were told to say that, but you're not shocked. Go ahead, Graham. Heartbroken for their friend and colleague, I believe is the exact words that they said when when they came on. uh, So, yeah, yeah, and it's kind of like – Cat Williams uh, made a, a comedy thing, and he was talking about uh, somebody smoking crack. And then for 20 years, you get allegations that you're smoking crack. That's no coincidence. You are actually smoking crack. Well, then, <laughs> that, that there's that, that there's no way, just like you said, of all these allegations and, and the lock button and all this stuff going on, there's no way that they did not know. Right. And so uh, that somebody somebody posted about NBC. When are we going to an obviously hold people like Matt Lauer and horrible, horrible excuses for men that actually do this type of thing accountable. But more importantly, when are we going to hold the people that pay them $20 million a year accountable and continue to allow that to happen? Because there's no way they didn't know this was going on. Absolutely. I don't care. I don't care what excuse you try to give or whatever. There's no way that this is the first time 
that they've heard about all this stuff. That there is absolutely no, no way. So no. you have been covering this up for years. What? Yeah, and it goes back to Weinstein. It goes back to Piggy yeah. Weinstein. I mean, you know, Hollywood knows what's going on out there. I, now we're hearing that Disney had a slush fund for sexual harassment that they were paying. I mean, these people oh, yeah. know, and yet they get out there on their little white horses, their little soapboxes, and they preach to the common person about morality, which they have none. Nope. I did not know that Disney had a slush fund. Disney, ha- I read the article yesterday. You Disney had me. a slush fund for sexual harassment cases. I want you to take it down. Oh, though. I don't doubt it. Look here, you got Disney. Disney's owned by ABC. ABC. Mm-hmm. ABC owns ESPN. Right. ESPN. Oh, you don't have to look very far. You see who you're in bed with, and yep. you'll start to mm-hmm. see the philosophies that exist there. Again, you've got okay. So now you're starting. You're going to see. I'm going to make a prediction. You're about to start seeing a ton of allegations that are going to start coming out in in the in the Broadway culture yep you're going to start seeing a lot of dominoes fall in broadway again not not a conservative cartel on broadway no you know what i'm saying that's not a group of conservatives up there you're going to start seeing this thing happen more and more because what happened was leftists let the lion in the room hoping the lion was going to devour the folks on the right that's unfortunately the lion has a taste for leftists and when you you hang your meat out there enough Literally, it's going to get gobbled up. And you're seeing that, too. John Conyers is about to bring down half of Congress with because they're all they're all snitches. There's no honor. There's no integrity. They're all going to take each other down. And and look, the right's no different than the left. I mean, we've got a situation in government right now where the right and the left are the same. We're going to watch our government. We've got the slush fund there. Broadway, you just said all that stuff. So, hey, look, we've got a couple minutes here. Graham Allen, tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Graham Allen. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Graham Allen One. You can find me on Twitter, Graham Allen underscore one. Uh, DailyRanch.com is the website, and that's where you can find me. There's no better American than Graham Allen. I'm just telling you right now. He's an all-American guy with values and character, and I love him. And a brother within Nine Line Apparel who is an absolutely fantastic veteran-owned company. So definitely we'll have to get Graham down here in Fort Worth so we can hook up. Chad, tell everybody where they can find you. Get me at watchchad.com. That's my tour schedule. Uh, You can find me all around the country. As well, politicalcowboy.com and as well... Go to the Chad Prather Show wherever podcasts are offered popularly. You'll find it, the Chad Prather Show. Subscribe, download it, have a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, check me out on Facebook and Twitter, at Watch Chad. He's done that once or twice. Rocky Stucci, it's another My three. future goal, it's, my future yeah. goal to get Graham Allen to the new studios with Chad Locke, Matt Locke, Rocky Chad Stucci Locke. for live. I mean, Chad Prather. There you go. I'm sorry. For a live show and then for all four of us to go out and do a man on the street. Oh, God, that would be just something unbelievable. You're in Antifa, you're an Antifa protest. Oh, yeah, that would be fantastic. I'm well, down. You, you know what? We're, we're, we're right in between Dallas and Fort Worth. You can fly in, Graham. We'd love to have you anytime. But, guys, thank you. Thank you for joining the cartel this morning. I know the fans enjoyed it. Facebook's been on fire this morning. The conversations have been good. Hey, look, the cartel is back this week starting Monday. 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Live, the emotional meatball, Matlock. Can't wait. Got the show back on track so you're going to want to tune in this week from our new studios there in fort worth so it's going to be a fantastic deal and prather's getting his money out or something i don't know what he's doing he's going to tax make cuts it... tax cuts tax cuts tax cuts, tax cuts tax cuts donald trump is the president there you go hey <laughs> <laughs> that is it for the cartel this saturday oh, we, we appreciate the fact you rode along see you next week cartel out
is the Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci, only on the Blaze Radio Network. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.